You'll always feel like you're a member of the Brains Tribe when you do your shopping on Amazon.com. Get the best deals on everything you need and help support Rob Has a Podcast when you start your shopping at RobHasAWebsite.com slash Amazon. Coming to you live from my apartment, it's the Survivor Kagayan cast preview show. And now here's the guy who's a former NBA All-Star, Rob Sesternino. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our live Survivor Kagayan cast preview show. We're here. It's Saturday night, a little bit after 10 on the East Coast, a little, a little bit, bit after 7 on the West Coast, and we are here uh, partying in the way only the two parents can. The babysitter <laughs> is here. Uh, he is uh, upstairs with the babysitter, so hopefully everything is going to uh, work out. We brought we brought in the big guns. We brought in a, We hired a babysitter to watch our kid while we are podcasting. Yes, we're paying. Yes. We're actually yes. paying. Yes, so that is the commitment that we have to making these podcasts happen. Thank you guys so much to those of you guys who are joining us live uh, here on Saturday night. I see that we have over uh, 240 people watching us right now, so that's very exciting, especially that we did this on short notice. So On thank- a Saturday night, too. On a Saturday night, yeah. too, and it's a little it's a little late as well. So uh, that thank you guys. Uh, uh, as I'm mentioning that, I see... People are like, what? It's Saturday night? Let me get out of here. Uh, but This isn't the podcast no, I was looking for. Seriously, though. <laughs> thank you guys uh, so much for, for being here with us. So, or, and as well, for those of you guys who are listening in the archives or watching this in the archives on YouTube at our YouTube channel at robhasawebsite.com slash YouTube. So here's what we're going to do tonight. we got a lot to get to. We have 18 cast members here for Survivor Kagayan. And we're paying the babysitter by the hour, so we got to... <laughs> no, we're not going to go. We're Look, we, it's worth the money because we have a lot to talk about. 18 people, three tribes, brains, beauty, and brawn. We're going to go through each person. We're going to give our predictions. We're going to tell you who we think is going to win this season. And, of course, then we have it all on the record so you guys can tell us how bad we are at picking the winners. And last season, yes. we, I feel like we deserve some credit that we picked Tyson's loved one. but We not were Tyson. on to something. We were on the scent, but we were just... You know, we are, our minds were kind of elsewhere. We were, we were having a baby through in three weeks. Yes. Cut and, us some slack. And Nicole likes it when you go back and watch the Survivor <laughs> Blood versus Water preview show and see how, see how fat I was. How glowing she was. Yes. Speaking of survivors and babies, and glowing. congratulations are in order tonight. For our our good friend, Kim Spradlin, a former Miss Survivor nominee and also a Survivor winner, who Nicole correctly predicted two years ago this month on the Survivor One World preview. And people mocked me. People mocked Nicole. They did. But that Kim Spradlin not only won Survivor, but she's also a mom tonight. So congratulations to Kim Spradlin. uh, Gave birth to another boy. Yes. uh, Michael Thomas. Yes. And he's very, very cute from the pictures that we saw. Yes. Very, very cute baby. And there's so many Survivor boys coming. There's a whole new generation in, of Survivor boys. Everybody is having boys. Dominic, the, uh, congratulations yeah. also to Vetus, who yes. also uh, gave... Uh, well, he didn't give birth. He had well, a... That would have been weird. He was the father of a child that he was born. a child. Yes, that was born <laughs> this week as well. And Kim Spradlin. And so... These, there's a whole I feel like army. Kim was like was pregnant forever. Kim, yeah, I she's thought, been pregnant a long time. I thought Kim was due in January, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Kim was maybe uh, had had a. It was a, a delay. Maybe Chris Christie got involved and slowed down the whole thing. <laughs> but anyway, but so congratulations to Kim. So we're gonna get to everything tonight. But uh, okay, two things. Oh, two things I I want to talk about. Okay, so the, everybody has been following the Miss Survivor and Mister Survivor 
drama this week. Let's start on the men's side. It's yeah. like Wimbledon. There's a men's side and a women's side. Let's start on the men's side. This week, of course, right, o- right off the bat, our good friend Tyson Apostle did not make us sweat this out at all. He accepted his nomination he for Mr. Survivor. before he was nominated. That's right. That's right. <laughs> then, later on during the week, I, uh, I got a hold of Malcolm Freeberg, the, the last player to win the Survivor Sprint Fan Favorite Award. We were su- surprised. We were? Yeah. Because he's he's an actor now. Well, yes, he will. He <laughs> took time off from acting, and so Malcolm is in the Miss Survivor competition or Mr. Survivor competition. Or yes, Miss, whatever. Yes. And then last night I spoke to Hayden Moss, and Hayden is Moss, the Hay Train, the Hay coming train, into the station. The Hay Train is busy with another project right now, but he is going to take the time to compete for Mr. Survivor, and so the field That's is great. set. Uh, for Mr. Survivor, Hayden versus Malcolm versus Tyson. Interviews start next week, and the debate is scheduled for Tuesday, February 19th. Oh, that's fantastic. And yes. when is the... Um, I, I, actually, I, I think that it's the 18th, February yeah, 18th. Yeah, that's something, yeah. And so that is, that's what's coming up. So that's going to be very exciting, the Mr. Survivor field. Yeah. And so, and you got, you know, you have Hayden, who won Big Brother. You have Tyson, who's the most recent winner of Survivor. Malcolm, who was the last winner of the Sprint fan favorite. And so, has dreamy hair. Has dreamy hair and is an actor. He's an actor. So there's, that could go anyway. That's, that's going to be really exciting. A heavyweight fight between Malcolm, Tyson, and Hayden. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the women's side of things, of course, we told you earlier in the week, Sierra accepted her nomination. Andrea Accepted her nomination. She's back in the mix. Then we get to Brenda. And, you know, we had given Brenda till Friday. I said, uh, Brenda, you get until Friday. And I said, you know what? I'm going to magnanimously extend the deadline to Saturday. Okay, being fair. Because I would understand if Brenda was like, hey, I got a lot of things going on or whatever. Um, and you know, I respectfully decline. Hey, right. That's, that's, that's fine. Uh we heard from Brenda less this week than we did during episodes one through 12 of Survivor <laughs> Caramoan. And that's hard. Believe it or not. And yes, that's hard. Yes, <laughs> we actually heard from Brenda less than episodes one through 12 of Survivor Caramoan. So at this hour, we are making an official call Uh-oh. here that the sun is setting on Brenda's Brenda Low Winter Sun. I saw this coming. Yes. The sun is setting on Brenda Low Winter Sun. And the woman who has been on Redemption Island seemingly for months, waiting, chomping at the bit to get into this competition, both on Survivor and in the Miss Survivor competition, we welcome Candace Woodcock Cody to the Miss Survivor Final Three. Congratulations, Congratulations Candace. to Candace. Did you ex- extend the uh, nomination? I, I checked in with Candace this afternoon. I said, Candace, I just want to make sure we still haven't we still haven't heard from Brenda. And and for those of you guys who voted for Brenda, I don't want you to feel like you wasted your votes. Okay, I know we you're tried. probably I know you're probably upset that hey, I you know I I tried to support this person. Did I waste Did I waste my vote? On Brenda, we tried through uh, many different avenues to get a hold of Brenda, um, and I feel a little bit tonight like I'm standing here without uh, my teeth in my mouth. A little, <laughs> a little, a little embarrassed to say that we have not been able to. And I gotta think 
she that the word reached her. And I just got to think that there's she has not different priorities interest, right not now. Interest there. She has different priorities. You know, I'll, be su- I'll be surprised if I hear at some point like, oh, my God, I totally wanted to do it. Why didn't you get a hold of me? Mm. We, we reached out through several different channels uh, and were did not did not hear back one way or the other. So we got to move on. Okay. We got to move on. And I'm very excited about Candace. And let me this just put out, let me just put out a warning to anybody who's sleeping on Candace here. Sleeping on Candace. Not okay? with. On Candace here in the competition. You know, I think that Candace is the most, uh, has been campaigning the hardest for throughout the whole competition to get to this point. And she has a lot of support on Twitter. And so does Andrea and so does Sierra. Right. But Candace has been chomping at the bit, waiting to get in the competition. She didn't even get in the game on Survivor. She didn't think she was going to get in the game on Miss Survivor. She's got it. She's in the game. Candace is in the game. And she's here to play. She's, not, she's a player. She's a player. <laughs> um, and so she is here and ready to go. So congratulations, Candace, yes. on getting into the Miss Survivor Final Three. And we will bring you our interviews with all of the finalists this week on Rob is a Podcast. And check out the calendar. As I book the interviews, I will put them into the calendar. So yes. they'll, they'll be on Google Hangout if you want to join us live. And one other thing before we jump into the uh, Survivor cast preview. Some of you guys know this already, but I had a, a big announcement uh, yesterday. So many announcements. So many, it was a lot of announcements. Hey, you become a full-time podcaster, you have a lot of time, uh, time to announce stuff. So The Walking Dead returns on Sunday night, and uh, as many of you guys Gives know... Gives me too much anxiety. We podcast about <laughs> The Walking Dead with my uh, co-host, Josh Wiggler, and we talk about that. And we actually did a podcast yesterday, or, or I'm sorry, on Thursday, where we did a survivor draft of people we would want to be on our tribe during the zombie apocalypse. Yes, I oh, I was in the other room with the baby and I overheard it and it was it was really funny from both, what I heard. And both Candace and John Cody were drafted in the in in the <laughs> spoiler alert in the zombie draft. Anyway, I won't tell you who took who, but so uh, we've been doing a lot of podcasting about scripted TV, and I want to make sure that I don't. Uh, I want to keep Rob has a podcast and Rob has a website pure to what is what is has always been, to which the has silliness. been it has been you know podcasts and recaps about reality TV, and mm-hmm. that's really it's a, you know a community for reality TV shows. And if you're not into the scripted TV, I don't want you to feel like oh my god, what's this podcast of Breaking Bad or, yeah. or Walking Dead or all this other stuff. But there's also an audience of people who really love those shows, and so. What I've done is I have started a new website, a second website and a second podcast, uh, which is called Post Show Recaps. And on that podcast... You keep it simple here. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's to the point. Yes. <laughs> it post, post Show Recaps, and it's the same formula as what we do with like Survivor Know-It-Alls, but for other shows as well. And we're going to have our first podcast live on Sunday night, Walking Dead Live premieres, Sunday night, 10.15 p.m. Eastern, 7.15 p.m. Pacific. Josh and I are going to be there. So if you want to go, the site is still very much in beta, very much in bare bones. But if you uh-huh. want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, it's Post Show Recaps, and join us on Sunday night for Walking Dead Live, and we're going to cover Game of Thrones on. Uh, there, so. I'm so excited! I had a dream about Game of Thrones. Okay, well, I can't talk about tell, it though. Yeah, tell me. Tell it was, me about it that was later. slightly dirty. So anyway, I'm very excited about post show recaps. I think it's going to be a great sister site to 
uh, Rob has a podcast. And also that for all the, uh, the people who are the Rob has a podcast patrons who uh, make a small uh, contribution for every episode, like you know, most people, uh, you know, contribute a quarter uh, per episode. I also, you know, don't want them to feel like, oh, my God, there's so many podcasts on Rob has a podcast now. So I'm moving everything, us. everything Saturday Night Live. It, all of the scripted podcasts are going to move to post show recaps. And Rob has a podcast is going to be all reality. So there you go. Awesome sauce. All right. Oh, don't, don't say. <laughs> oh, my God. If you watch the cast preview videos oh, like Nicole and oh I did. Oh, my God. I hate Discover Card. Oh, my God. On CBS.com, it's like get another commercial oh, because yeah. these, Discover, these Discover Card ads. Oh, my God. If you ever hear the word awesome sauce again, you know, my twin sister says that or the guy that has the surprise party. Two Although I, I did like the way he screamed when he was like, ah! Yeah, over and over and over again. Anyway, so... Here's how this is going to work. Of course, uh, this is a live show. Hashtag RHAP will be able to take some of your comments and questions on the on the show, or you can also put them right into the YouTube video on our YouTube channel. And then I also have my Twitter open. I'm at Rob Sesternino. I can see things when you tweet them to me, and we have our chat room open as well. So it's totally interactive. Uh, we got uh, about 100 more people have started watching this since we started. So let's get into it, Nicole. Welcome. Welcome. All right. So, of course, we have our three tribes of yes. brains, beauty, and brawn. I broke this down. I'd like to talk about the tribes in beauty, brawn, and brains. I'd do what you tell me. Whoa. I wish that was the case. <laughs> anyway, so we don't have a lot of things to talk about as we preview the actual season of the show. Right. Because it's pretty much straightforward. Basically, it seems like we're playing by Survivor Philippines rules. Three tribes of six, no Redemption Island, nothing fancy, no twists. Well, we're we... happy about that. We're keeping it simple. It seems like this is going to be a very straightforward game of Survivor. Mm. And also, let me just say before we get into talking about individual people, I really, really like this cast. And top to bottom, I, I don't think it's necessarily only a top-heavy uh, cast. Oh, it's a bottom-heavy cast, I, I think, no, I, and not to say it's a bottom-heavy. If I would say this cast is bottom-heavy, I'd feel like, boy, there's a lot of people that's... That, I meant the dudes. Whoa. I don't even know <laughs> what that means, that dudes are bottom-heavy. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to let that go. But I feel like this is the deepest cast of people. Like, I, when I go through these things, you know... I, I say the arrow is pointing up, the arrow is pointing down, and I and I have a longer arrow for certain people. Right. Certain, some people have a, look like they have a short arrow. Yeah. Some people look like they have a longer <laughs> arrow. But I felt I gave positive grades to 14 of the 18 people wow. on this season. And this is going to make it a very hard season for me to prognosticate because I think everybody, I think there are a lot of good players this season. Whereas, right. like, I think there are some seasons, like, I remember, I think it was like Survivor One World. I'm like, boy, I don't think anybody is going to make the merge. Like, there's a lot of people here that have no idea what they're doing. And you were right. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I, actually, I think I was. I think it was Survivor One World that I'm thinking of. It might yeah. have been. It might have been another season. It might have been South Pacific. But uh, that would probably be right. Also, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to go back and listen. But anyway, but I know I really feel like this season. I felt like uh, it has there, it all. There were fourteen of the uh, of the eighteen people that I felt like, oh, this person is actually you know knows what they're doing, could be good. And even like uh, one or two of the people that I don't think are going to do well actually seem like they know the game really well too. So I mean, it's interesting when you go back and look at at the people. Most people seem like they have seen Survivor before. They seem knowledgeable about the show, and they're there to play the game. 
Okay, I kind of disagree with you on there. I, oh, I had some people. How dare I, you, yeah. Nicole? How dare you? I, I had uh, the opposite uh, opinions. Okay. Well, we'll see as we go along. That, Hopefully, make, we don't agree like last season because we still have that. It makes win. it less. <laughs> it makes it less fun when we agree on a bunch of yes. stuff. Okay. All right. So let's start off in the brains tribe. The, the way I broke this down is alphabetical by tribe. Okay. So we're gonna. St- I'm sorry. We're gonna start with the beauty tribe. Okay. okay? So here's a, to get you uh, wet your appetite. Here we go. Let's start with an A in the beauty tribe, and here we have Alexis and. Nicole, let uh, tell me your thoughts about Alexis. I want to get the CBS uh, website open. Well, it was requested that I rate them based on their bathing suits. Okay, that's that's good. Um, it's a nice bathing suit. Looks more like a bra to me. That's but that's okay. But uh, she's got a nice body. Isn't that a good thing? That if it looks like a bra, I guess so. Yeah, if you're a dude. <laughs> okay, if you're a dude. That's that's a positive. Yes. So, other than Alexis's bathing suit. Uh, is there anything else that you could tell us about her? <laughs> um, I was kind of lukewarm on her. Okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit about okay. Alexis. And rather than read everything on the CBS bio, I feel like there's a couple things that really uh, help us out. So I'll just hit those. Okay, okay. So this is Alexis Maxwell. She's on the Beauty Tribe. She's from Addison, Illinois. She's a student at Northwestern uh, University. Okay. Her hobbies. Good school. Very good school. Her hobbies are traveling watching scary movies, and eating. Her pet peeves are guys who turn into stage five clingers and people who blow their nose in public. Three words to describe you are funny, flirty, and smart. And Survivor contestant, you're most like hopefully poverty because she combines sex appeal with strategy and intelligence. Okay, first of all, anybody who, who compares themselves to poverty, you just knock them off immediately because that is so... It's like... I'm over it. You're over I'm it. I'm so over it. All the chicks think that they're like poverty. And I'm not saying because she's my friend, but like be a little creative here. Well, I think that if you're saying that, oh, I'm going to use my sexuality as an advantage. But that's what everybody There's not says. a lot of other people that have been able to do that successfully. But that's what every woman says, but none of them do it. None of them do it well. Yeah. Poverty is the master of the flirt. Yeah, I, I, she is. But I, I just, once you say that I'm like poverty, I'm like, oh, no. Did I ever tell you that I, that I feel like poverty should write a book about yes, how to flirt? You told her that Did too. I, what'd she say? She loved the idea. Now why didn't she do it? Because you have to, you have to help her. Oh, okay. I, sh- I should be poverty's manager. Yes. Um, you know, she's doing good. She's doing good, but uh, even without me, but she'd be doing even better if I was yes. managing. Okay. So here we go. So let's talk about Alexis. At first I did not want to like Alexis. Uh-huh. Okay. I did not think that she had... Because you like to blow your nose in public? I do like to blow my nose in public. <laughs> we and just I, and, let it run. And you know what? Honestly, if I if I was dating Alexis, I would probably be a stage five clinger also. Really? Would you? I probably... Any woman. Any woman that dated me, I would probably be a clinger. He is a clinger. <laughs> so, I've been trying to get rid of him. <laughs> anyway, one thing about Alexis, I think her voice uh, reminded me a little bit of when... Uh, when uh, Cecily Strong on SNL does the girl that you wish you didn't she talk does. to at the yes, party. Yes. <laughs> like, let me tell you something. I can't enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> go, that was more like John Fincher. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up on Hulu. Anyway, so I felt like, okay, she's going to be an airhead. Yeah. But then I really didn't think she was. Yeah. I really thought I really thought she was uh, I thought she was good. I mean, she goes to a very good school. Yes. Not uh, easy to get into. Yeah. She but she sounded like somebody who knew what they were talking about with the game. Yeah. So I feel like Alexis is going to be is going to be somebody who I had the arrow 
I'm not just pointing up. I th- I had the arrow as it had some length to it. Watch it. <laughs> I think that yes. Watch it. <laughs> I so I said thumbs thumbs up to Alexis. Okay. The, uh, I'm I'm lukewarm. You're lukewarm on her. Yeah. So. I kind of feel like it's going to be a very – the beauty tribe, I think, is going to be really an interesting dynamic, and it could go a, a couple different ways. I agree. And we'll talk about that more, I guess, as we get to introduce some of the other characters. So it's hard to just talk about what's going to happen in, in just a vacuum, but I feel like Alexis seems seems pretty good. She has a, a good head on her shoulders. Uh, she seems like she is a, She's got at a nice least, rack. Well, that that helps. It, do, it does. <laughs> it does. It does help. I don't know how much it's going to help it, in this game. There's a lot of boobs in this game. There are. There are. So we'll see what happens with with Alexis. But I say for now, I give her a thumbs up. A strong one thumb up. Okay. As I long as like, it's the thumb. I feel like she's going to be. She's going to be very good. I'm not sure if she can win. I'm yeah. not sure if I see a, if I see a winner here. Okay. But I see somebody who at least could play the game who's got beauty and brains yes i think she could at least uh i think she could at least be sierra how about that oh she kind of looks like sierra a little bit a little bit all right so let's and i saw that there i already had one marriage proposal uh to alexis on my twitter this was from uh jake l jake m larson wants to know uh when when you you get alexis can you propose to her for me so okay uh that's a preemptive proposal from Jake Larson, okay? And Jessica, if you have if you have comments from the people as we go along, just put them on on your screen and I'll be able to uh, go ahead and pop them up as we go along. Comments on each of the individual people. All right, let's talk about Bryce. Right. Bryce. Bryce and he's got he's got like the the thumbs like the Bill Clinton like yeah, <laughs> yeah, like holding his fist out like I am. I'm gonna be on Survivor. Mm. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Bryce, and I think there's a lot to talk about with Bryce. There is certainly a lot to talk about. Bryce is going to be somebody who's a re- really, really interesting. And at first, I I sort of like looked at Bryce's picture, and I kind of felt, okay, this guy is is not going to be good. He's not yeah. going to be long for this world. He's you know could be one of the first people out of the game. Mm-hmm. But then I listened to him a little bit, and I think he actually does know what he's talking about. He seems he okay. seems to know he knows the game as well, and I think that's a theme for people on this season because he seems like he has watched the show quite a bit before. So let me t- uh, let me bring up his his bio, please, do. and then we'll we'll uh, drill down a little further on Bryce Johnston. Okay, he is uh, from Philadelphia for like Jervis. Ah, uh, he is neighbors. a social worker. Okay. His hobbies are watching reality TV. Okay. That Ding. helps. Yes. That helps anybody that says that they watch the show. For me, in my book, that's that's a plus. That's points. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then he also listens to music. He goes out to social events, hangs out with loved ones and friends, and his pet peeves are bad breath and an insecure person. Now, the Survivor contestant you are most like, he says, uh, Suri, Colton, and Ozzy. Okay. So... Here's here's where I think. So you that put all three together and you get Bryce. You get all <laughs> yes, you get all three together. It's Bryce. So here's the what I think is the problem with Bryce. Okay, and I think this is where he's going to run into trouble. He says a couple times like I could be. He says basically one of the things that was in like the Robin Cass video of things you should never say in your reality tape of like I could be the sweetest person in the world, but if you cross me, I could be the biggest bitch. Yeah. Like, he it's says, like the Sammy sweetheart. Yeah, basically the same the Sammy sweetheart. <laughs> and Bryce does he mentions that I think in his bio and in his video. He says 
Uh-huh. Hey, I could be the nicest person in the world, but if you cross me, I, I I don't know if I can control myself. Okay, why is this a bad thing? Because ideally, on Survivor, you don't want to go off on the tribe. Okay, that's that's a bad thing. That oh, no, would... I was just wondering why Robin Cass said that. Oh, that I, I think that's it's a cliche. Okay, in your casting video, you don't want to. Gotcha. You, you don't want to say. Uh, that that was one. Of, they did a video for Big Brother people of all the things you shouldn't say because th- those are the things that they get. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it is a cliche. All the mistakes people make. So cl- cliches are bad overall in your casting <laughs> video. But it's any, a free tip. Yeah, that's a free tip. So I'm worried about Bryce, especially when he says that he's like Colton. And while Colton seemed like he had some strategic He sense, wasn't a good player. At least the first time. Yeah. But the flipping out at your tribe is bad. Yeah, wanting the drama. That's bad. Now, one of the other key things to remember this season when we're talking about analyzing these groups is that they're in groups of six, which sort of makes it easier in some ways to be able to figure out who is going to be working with who as opposed to a group of 10 people where I kind of feel like in a group of 10, whoever is playing the hardest at first you know, is somebody who could potentially be voted out. Right. You know. Yes. Th- too hard, too fast. Too hard, too fast is is no good. But here in the group of six, we can really sort of try to figure out who's going to be with who. And for Bryce, I wonder, do you think that he will be able to get the women on his side? And we've seen this a lot, a lot of times with a uh, with with players like like, uh, like this. Yeah. Will will the three women join with Bryce? I think that we got some pretty some pretty good looking guys that are a little bit more influential than I think Bryce is going to be. Yeah. Okay. So you feel like that Bryce that the other men in the group will be able to take control? Yes. Because it's there's only six, so you need four. Yes. So if Bryce got off, you know, got there and got the three women who are all like 21 and 22 with big boobs with big boobs Mm -hmm. and Bryce knows about fashion. He knows about all sorts of clothing and stuff like that. He knows about music. He's younger than the other two guys. Yeah. Okay. He's 27, but the other two guys I think are, are, are older. But if he comes off, Jeremiah is, if he comes off Colton ish, I don't think that's going to be a good thing. Colton got along with the women. Yeah. In his first season. Yeah. That's true. I w- that and basically it's a math game. If if basically if Bryce says to the three women, "Hey, let's all stick together. We ha- we now control the group. Let's yeah. vote off either LJ or Jeremiah." Then he could control that that group coming out of the gate. Yes. Which one is LJ again? LJ. Yeah. Jeremiah and LJ are both in their thirties, so he's in their twenties. The other three girls in this group are all twenty-one. Okay, and I kind of feel like I have the I have a little thumbs up for Bryce. Okay, like, a like, baby like he thumb. has in his picture, a little a baby, baby thumb, little baby <laughs> thumbs up for Bryce. Now I have to tell you something else about uh, about Bryce that I am uh, makes me hope that Bryce uh, sticks around for a while. Okay, now we know a lot of the people in the Survivor community are musically inclined. Okay, that we yes. have, of course, we have our good friend Aris. 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 Um, we have, of course, Chase Rice. Yes. Whitney Duncan. 
Lisi Linares. Yeah, our favorite. Yeah, so there have been many people in the Survivor world who are uh, musically inclined. And actually, Bryce, did you know, is also a musician. I did not. Yeah. And so I don't have a, you know, I'm we're downstairs. I'm not in, in my recording studio, so it's a little hard for me to play a clip. But I actually have something on my iPhone. I would like to this see. This is a song that uh, Bryce has recorded. It's on YouTube, okay? Okay. And uh, I could play you about... 30 seconds or so and then it says some bad words so oh. then we're gonna we're gonna take that away and it's the song is called freak oh okay so here's let me see if we can play this for you guys and tell me if you can hear it in the chat room sounds like a porno yes i think i heard it's in a porno it don't have to be neat <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Well, yeah. I'd like to see the video you for that. You're a freak. I'm a freak. Let's get freaky all week. Isn't that, isn't that good? <laughs> That's great. Yes. It's better when he sings it. Yeah, I think I'm, I might have that as my ringtone. Please don't. Yeah. Please don't. So that's Bryce. So I have a I have a little thumbs up because I kind of feel like he could get the women together. I if think he sings he, that song. Yes. But he's got to watch the temper. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get freaky at any point in the next four weeks. Keep it in the bedroom. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's it. In the chat room, I see uh, Michael Norris is saying, uh, can hear it, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so some people don't appreciate good music they like have I very, do. Very, very bad taste in yes. music. I think maybe Bryce could open for Lisi on the road at some point. That seems like a match made in heaven. Yes. By the way, if you listen to the whole song of, uh, of Freak. Freak uh nsfw 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 not safe for work oh it's not safe for work unless you're a freak yeah okay unless you're a porn star okay there you go uh then that would that might help you get into your groove all right so let's <laughs> let's move your on fluffer. and let's talk about wow, how do you even, uh let's talk about <laughs> jeffra 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 okay let's talk about it like <laughs> all right here we go here is Je- the uh, not this- ironically named Jeffra Bland. Yes. Okay. Uh, she's we have our pageant Patty this season. Is she our token pageant girl this season? Yes. She is uh, from the Beauty Tribe. She's from the Campbellsville, uh, Kentucky, Miss Kentucky Teen USA. She won the Miss uh, Kentucky USA she- 2009, and uh, she made the top 15 at Miss Teen USA. So is she the professional second placer? Yes, yes, she was. Okay, so her hobbies are traveling, hunting, and pageants. Okay. Her three words to describe her are outspoken, charismatic, and fierce. Ah. Okay, the Survivor contestant you're most like is Chelsea Meisner, as far as being a country girl, and Kim Spradlin when it comes to being ballsy with big moves. Okay, okay like we'll take that. Two other Miss Survivor uh, finalists. Mm-hmm. So she she's maybe already angling to follow in their footsteps in a Miss Survivor pageant. Probably. All right, let's talk about Jeffra. Jeffra. Now, I have to say, Nicole, I, I do not have a strong feeling about Jeffra. She, Nothing about Jeffra is really jumping out at me. She felt like a recruit to me. Yeah. She does not seem like she is a super big uh, Survivor fan. She but, seems you know, very sweet. Yeah. But I don't think Survivor is her second place uh, 
finish again. Yeah, I don't think I don't see anything about her that's jumping out like, oh my god, red flag. You know, yeah. this is an early boot. But I gave her a thumbs down in my rating, but it's a, a small thumbs down. And in that, I feel like she's like she will not be the first one of the first people Do you out. You think she'll make the merge? I think she'll be. She could make the merge. Yeah. But I th- I just see her as a non-entity. I just I don't think that she's going to bring much to the table this season. And maybe I'm wrong about Jeffra. Uh huh. Okay. Maybe she won't be bland. But I kind of that I am concerned. Yeah, I, I agree. I have concerns about Jeffra. Yeah. And so I kind she of seems feel very like, nice though. I just feel like she seems like somebody who is is just there this season. And I don't know if she's going to be a when there's so many other people in this in this season that I feel like are there to really play the game. I don't think she's one of them. But that maybe that's a good thing for her that there are so many people here playing the game that they're just going to take each other out and then. Hey, that's that's a real thing. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and sometimes uh, some of the most competitive seasons end up with winners that were people that didn't really do anything to get there. Yeah, and so it's true. It does it does happen. But I don't I don't look at Jeffra as a a big factor. A here. power player. A power player. Yeah. Uh, she is a tough cookie. She's a uh, cervical cancer survivor. So she's been through. She's been through some tough stuff. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I think so that she's she, a real survivor. She's a real survivor. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm sure she's tough. I just I I don't see her as there's so many people that know the show so well in this group that I don't see her as being one of the people that's going to be a big factor. Yeah. Maybe, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Anyway. So she could be a big factor, though, if the three women get together and work with Bryce. But women don't. I have, women I have no faith together, in women. That's going to be that's going to be huge. OK, so uh, let's let's keep uh, going. Keep it along. Moving. OK, uh, this is from Miss Blogger, uh, who says to me on Twitter, Jeffrey seems like a pre-merge boot because she's a recruit who doesn't know the game. That's what But that could be a good thing in a, in. A season like this where there's so many power players. Yeah. What are you laughing at? Uh, that, some of that I'm also uh, reading on Twitter from Aiden Reality Star Run D. Uh, that moment when you just join in and Rob's dancing to porno music. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That uh, happened. Happens a lot. It happens. Okay. All right. So let's move on from Jeffra and let's talk about Jeremiah. Here we go. So next up on the list is Jeremiah, Nicole. And so as... One of the people in the uh, in the beauty tribe. Are you are you struck by Jeremiah's beauty? Um, Jeremiah Wood. He's no Jay Byer. No. Jay Byers, right? There's an S on the end. There's an S on the end. I don't know. I just Google him and it comes up automatically. All right. So Jeremiah Wood, he's a male model. Uh huh. Abercrombie. Yes, from Dobson, North Carolina. His hobbies are fishing, hunting, and slow pitch softball. His pet peeves are people who are noisy eaters. And people who are smart mouths. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, then three words to describe you are very happy, oh, funny, nice. very and outgoing, happy. which are four words uh, to describe He's that. He's a model. He doesn't need okay. to. Anyway, and then smart. Survivor contestant, you're most like JT because he is a nice old country boy who everybody loved, and Malcolm because he is strong at challenges and very likable. And his dreamy hair. Okay. So let's talk about Jeremiah Wood here in this group of six. I found myself at the computer just going, shh. Yes, really? <laughs> yeah. Now, Jeremiah was the one person I noticed, at least from the guys, who seemed to be up for the showmance. Yes. Well, I'm sure every guy is up for a no, showmance. No, I'm, I'm sure every guy is not up for a showmance. 
I think so. You think so? Yes. Okay, I could g- give you five guys. Unless they're season. married, of course. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't think any other guy is there for a showmance, for the record. So you don't think that a guy... If given the opportunity, none of these guys would would hook up. I would say out of the out of the entire cast of guys, uh-huh. I think that the two the two guys who could showmance this season are both on this tribe, and they are Jeremiah and LJ. And I don't think any of the other guys are showmancing. Okay. Maybe, uh, I, and I guess the third might be woo. <laughs> That would be the third, but I don't think that there's a this. I don't see this as a lot. I was of, just saying generally. Generally, sure. Mo- most male models that you put on Survivor are there to showman, and I think. <laughs> well, when you put it like that. Anyway, so Jeremiah, I think is there to showman, and I think that you think that's the only reason why he's there. No, I don't think he's the only reason there, but I think that Jeremiah is in trouble, and he was actually one of the people that I had the the. Uh, most thumbs down for Jeremiah. This I feel season. like he's wearing a hairpiece. Yeah, I don't think he's wearing a hairpiece. <laughs> I don't think he's wearing a hairpiece. But I think this guy is way outgunned when it comes to the other people who are there, who are serious players of the game. I don't know how much Survivor he's seen before this. I think but, he's definitely a recruit. Yeah, and the fact that he's talking about showmances. Now, I have a a pick for which of the three girls in this group that he's going to showmance. Which you, one? Well, do you have a who would you say between Alexis, Jeffra, and Morgan? Who do you think is uh, showmancing with Jeremiah? Well, Jeffra is a country girl. Yeah, so I would say Jeffra, and she's a recruit as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, that's my pick also. Yeah, so I think a Jeffra Jeremiah showmance is in the car. Maybe another Survivor baby. Could be another Survivor baby. <laughs> who knows? And a lot of boys lately. Yes, but so. I think that I'm worried about Jeremiah and I think that Jeremiah could actually be could I could see a scenario where Jeremiah is the first person out in the beauty tribe. Even if he's good in the challenges, do you think they would get rid of him? I think that they don't if the alliance is if if, if the alliance breaks the way that I, I painted that you suspect the three women and Bryce are are a foursome in the six. So you're really holding to this alliance. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there as one of the out of all the things that could happen. I see that as you know the a most 25 25 percent chance, thirty okay. percent chance that that could happen. I don't think it's it's a sure thing, but I could definitely see a scenario where it happens. I think that then they're saying, okay, who are these two guys? Who are we getting rid of? LJ or Jeremiah? And I think Jeremiah would be the, the guy in that scenario. So if yeah. the no, I think if the so, girls so. with Bryce thing happens, then I think Jeremiah could be the first one out. Now, if the showman's thing happens, if Jeremiah like latches on to one of the girls early on, then that's also going to be a potential. Um, you know what? Going back to Survivor All Stars, I played in a I played in a tribe uh-huh. of six. It seems very familiar. Okay, and there was a showmance. Mm-hmm. Did you know this? That I, there was actually. I had to, please tell me all about my, it. In my tribe of six people, there was actually a showmance that happened where two of the people that were in my group of six were like boyfriend and girlfriend. And how'd that work out? They had then they had a lot of control because yeah. it was like, hey, they're they're those two are already together. Look at Malcolm and Denise back on Survivor Philippines. Yes. If two people come out of the gate and are together, they almost run the show. Yeah. Because what would have to happen? If if we're in a group of six and we say, hey, we're together, you know, you and I, now every other person in the group has to be against us right. to get us out. I uh-huh. mean, that's what, or, or then you're drawing rocks, mm-hmm. you know? And maybe, you, actually, this season happened 
So they didn't see Survivor Blood versus Water. So uh-huh. they don't even know that it's cool to draw rocks now. <laughs> they don't know about that. It's the cool thing to do. It's the cool it's the cool thing to do. Anyway, so I'm worried about Jeremiah. Yeah. I I don't think that he's uh, going to be particularly long for this world. Even if he survives the pre-merge, I think he's one of the first people out at the merge that he's a physical threat. So I think I, that, I feel like he's going to get the dodo music. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. He's he's the guy. He's got a confessional the first night of mm-hmm. like uh, you know, he's it's basically the 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 girls and and Jeremiah who are saying the uh dumb stuff and getting yeah. dodo music. Yeah. So not feeling great about Jeremiah. Okay, but let's let's move on here to somebody who I actually think is a real player here in the beauty tribe, and that is LJ, who I think is actually miscast in the in the beauty tribe. I you think he should be on the brawn? I do. I think that he. I'm not saying like. I mean, he's a he's a good looking guy. He's a better looking yeah. guy than I am. But. Oh, I wouldn't say- well, I'd say that. I think that's. I don't think that's going out on a limb. But you know, he's not like. Oh my God! Look at his. You know, LJ. Is he one of the? Is he one of the fifty best male looking? Uh, I think he's quite handsome. He's a. He is handsome compared to the average person. But yes. if you were to say his best attribute, how old would is you he? Say, he is a thirty-five. He's thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's what I would do. I think I would. If I was Lynn Spillman. I think I would have had LJ on the Braun tribe and I would have put woo on the beauty tribe. How about that? I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I think that's, that's I I really like LJ. I really like I LJ really too. like him. I really like him too. All right, so let's talk a bit about LJ. Let me bring let me bring uh him up here. LJ. Let me scroll down. I wonder okay. what LJ stands for. I don't know. We don't we don't know. This is LJ from the Beauty Tribe. He's from Boston, Mass. He's a horse trainer. His hobbies are horse racing, fishing, and designing. Uh-huh. Three words to describe you are competitive, creative, and witty. Um, he said, Survivor contestant, you are most like Boston Rob because he has the from Boston. just the right amount of charm, charisma, and looks to persuade anyone to do what he wants. Okay? So, but this is another guy. And, and how old did we say he was? 35. 35. So, he, uh, 34, Nicole. Oh, you said 35. Okay, 35. Yeah. Anyway, so he's right. He's right in that perfect age for people. Yes. So your age. <laughs> so I, but I really think LJ is somebody that could be. I think that he needs to take the leadership role here in the beauty tribe, and I think the big thing is he needs to win Bryce over. Yes. Or if not, then he has to get Bryce out. I think that he's smart enough to figure this all out. I do. I think so too. I think so too. I think he really likes, uh, or I think he knows the game well. I think he says that he is, uh, he's really good at puzzles. I think that he's very concerned about how he's being, he's going to be perceived. So, and he seems like he knows when to pull back as well. Yeah. Now that being said, he's really on a tribe of, I mean, he's got three 21 year old girls. Yeah, that, That's going to go Jeremiah and Bryce. What's his alliance, Nicole? If he can get the girls, well, he, I'm telling you, he's not going to be able to get the girl. Yeah. Bryce is going to be able to connect with those three girls much better than LJ is. Yeah. So he's kind of on the outs on this tribe. His, I feel like, and, and if he goes with Jeremiah, I'm sorry. Yeah. If, if LJ and Jeremiah get together and make a two-person thing, then that almost forms the Bryce and yes, three girls thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, unless it's like LJ and... LJ and Jeremiah get together and LJ is like, okay, I'll get, I'll get Morgan and you get 
uh, Jeffra, and then we'll vote out whatever. But I just kind of feel like the three girls who are 21 are going to get along. Yes. They're all, they're all, you know, young, college age. They seem very, they, they seem like they would get along, those three girls. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're from, like, they totally different yeah. worlds. And so... So I, can he be the first one out on this tribe? No, no, I don't think so. I think under any scenario, Jeremiah goes before LJ. He could be the I second hope, one out I on hope this you're tribe. right, but I have, a, I don't know. Given the circumstances that we were just talking about, I think that he could be the first one out. Yeah. I don't want him to be. Okay. Jessica Frey is saying in the chat room that gr- the girls can never get along like that. I don't know. They did it on Survivor One World. You know? I don't know. Some shallow sorority chicks get along very well. I think so. Like, hey, we're the we're the young pretty girls. We've like, seen this before. We've seen this before. We know we know yeah. how this goes. Um, I kind of feel like that they will get along th- those three girls. And these girls, they don't seem to be catty in their videos. Yeah, and they're also there the beauty tribe. So they're like, hey, you know us us. We're, we're here because we're pretty. Us beautiful girls we need got to stick together. I, I don't know. I I could be I could be wrong, but I no, do feel I, like the I women the women are going to stick together. Yes. And if anything, they say, hey, we're not going to let these guys pick us off. I don't think they're that smart. Yeah, and so. But I do think that LJ is the one where Jeremiah, I don't think he can adapt and play along. I think that LJ can. can yeah. LJ can. I think LJ's kind of dreamy. I think that, and if he comes in and is like a Boston Rob on Survivor Redemption Island and, and is like, hey, you know, this, basically, uh, hey, this is our group. This is what we're doing. I'm the leader. Then and has like sort of a runs a tight ship. Yes, I think he's the only one that can Which fix is this group. Really funny because Morgan, who's also on the Beauty Tribe, I had her as the Nat Tenorelli. <laughs> yeah, they, that could be that could happen. That's what I like. I was, I wrote it down. It says Nat Tenorelli. And you know, maybe Lynn Spillman maybe looked at this and said, "Boy, these guys need LJ yeah. more so. Even though he would make more sense on the Braun Tribe, and you know, yeah. this this tri- if you switch out Woo for LJ here, <laughs> this tribe has no chance. Woo! This tribe is this tribe is a grease fire. He is the <laughs> only guy that can steer this beauty tribe in the right direction. Yeah." So we'll see. They need LJ. They need LJ. I have the arrow up on LJ. Me too. Okay. And my arrow is pointing up for LJ. <laughs> Will he be the leader that they need? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. find out. We'll see. Okay. So let's... Okay. Move one more person in the in this beauty tribe. Here she is. It's, it's boobs. It's Mo- Her name is Morgan, Nicole. Like anybody cares what her name is. We care, we care what her name is. <laughs> Here is Morgan. She is... Uh, Morgan, um, I called it Mickleod, but somebody said it's pronounced McLeod, which uh, it's not spelled that way. So we'll say we'll go call matter. her Morgan M. She is from San Jose. She's an ex NFL cheerleader. She is most proud of being selected to the cheerleading squad for the 49ers. Right out of high school. Sure. Her uh, hobbies are interior design, working out, and dancing. And her pet peeves are slow drivers. Guys leaving the toilet seat up. Yeah, me too. When people fish for compliments and terrible pickup lines. Uh, three words to describe you are mature, determined, and attractive. And the survivor contestant you're most like, she says, I think I can most relate to Parvati Shallow uh, because she is beautiful and manipulative just like me. She has the ability to make everyone love her but also fear her. The power and confidence is a good quality to have for this show. I can also relate to Natalie Tenorelli because she was a young contestant and also a dancer. Nat yep. 10. Mm-hmm. Nat 10 got a lot of love. All right. Tell us, Nicole, 
do, what's your take on Morgan? Besides the jugs. Yes. Um, well, she she says that she could be the leader of the tribe. No, she can't be the leader of the tribe. <laughs> well, no. that's what she, I'm just she saying can't what she be said. I don't know. I think that she might ju- be just like Nat- Natalie Tenerelli. She seems like she's just kind of, she's quiet and she's like, you don't really know that she's there except you, you see her. Boobs. I think you're not going to forget that she's there. <laughs> except you, I'm pretty sure you're not going to forget that she's there. You have two big reminders. Do you know, she says that she's in her video. Uh-huh. She seems worried. She says that the young, cute girls are often the first ones to go. Yeah. So she is concerned about that. And the fact that she's concerned about that makes me feel even stronger that the women are going to stick together. Yeah. That she's going to say, hey, if we, these, you know, they're going to try to vote us out first and we got to make sure that that doesn't happen. Um, she also says... I feel is, like on so many seasons, that's what they say, but then they end up just turning on each other. Yeah. She says also in her video, she says she's not a follower. Uh, she's a leader. Yes. And she also says she is ready to do whatever it takes, Nicole. Hello, Jeremiah. <laughs> yes, she's ready to do whatever it takes. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Morgan cannot win this game. I'm afraid not. She can't win this game, right? She's not a winner. Does she make the merge? Yes. Yes. She makes the, she makes the merge. And, I, and I, could even, I could even see a scenario where you get her to the final three. I could see and that, she's too. A, she's a great person to have in the final three. I mean, that she is... Uh, you know, she's a, a Nat Tenerelli. Yeah, she seems to have a little more fire than Nat Tenerelli. Yes, and I love Natalie Tenerelli. Na- Natalie Tenerelli is 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 great. I saw yeah. her a couple of weeks ago. She's great. Very sweet girl. Very sweet. Um, but you know, maybe you wouldn't say you know what a mind for Survivor. Well, th- there was a reason why Boston Rob had attached himself to her. Yes, and yes. it wasn't for her brains. Yeah. Well. She was a nice, sweet person that he knew wasn't going to screw him over. Right. She and was so, loyal. So I think that, you know, she could be the right-hand person of somebody like LJ. Mm-hmm. So I do think she's going to be around for a while. Yes. You know, unless there's just a meltdown that we're not seeing. Yes. And I don't, no one's going to get rid of the jugs. Okay. Well, I again, let's, let's try to give some piece of analysis that doesn't involve boobs. But they're right there. I guess so. I can't stop looking at them. I guess so. All right. So now that we've talked about all six of the people, what do you think is the scenario that happens? Is it A, the three women and Bryce get together? Is it B, where there's a showmance between Jeremiah and Jeffra? Is it C, where LJ is sort of takes the Boston Rob, says, here's how this is going to go. I'm the leader. Can I tell you what I hope is going to happen? Yes. I hope that LJ steps up, becomes the leader, but not like the crazy leader. And he's able to... Penetrate through all of the all of them. So you're hoping for the Boston Rob scenario? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, this is going to be tough. I think also that the this tribe I think is in the most trouble. I think, I think that so this too. tribe is going to have the hardest time in the challenges. I think that they are going to go to tribal council the most, and I could definitely see this being maybe not as bad as the Russell Swan tribe on Survivor Philippines, but I think at the end of the day, I think maybe there's like two people left from this group. And that we are we are putting people taking like you know maybe there's like one of the other tribes goes to tribal council once and yeah. we lose three people from the beauty tribe off. Yeah, the I think LJ is going to literally be carrying this tribe on his back. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm not feeling good about the beauty tribe. Yeah. I don't feel like Morgan will go will go far, but if she can just make She'll get it, far. if she can last 12 days in the game, I feel like she's there. Till, and she beat you in all stars. 
No, she. Oh, I, I, I. Well, yes, I guess so. Days, I right? guess. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> well, that that's fantastic. Great. <laughs> Let's see what Jessica Frey has a, a comment. Okay, this is from a gunner who wants to know why would the girls align with Bryce and LJ and, and when Jer- LJ? Right. Why would the girls align with Bryce and uh, when LJ and Jeremiah would be bigger targets later in the game, Gunner? Are you implying that these three women are going to make rational survivor decisions? Like who people do dumb stuff all the time in this game. Yeah. And I just feel like uh, that they might just say, looking at the short term, hey, there's four of us, the three women and Bryce, we control the vote in this group of six. They're not saying like, oh, but when we get to the merge, then he'll be a bigger target. Right, right. Maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know. Probably not though. But again, I don't think that we're going to see the most strategy happening in this game from this beauty tribe. I agree. The other tribes I'm I'm much more impressed with from a strategic standpoint. Yeah, it seems like this tribe is just going to get dominated over. First, also, I want to say that the premiere of Survivor Cagayan will be Did on... Did we figure out how to pronounce it? I'm, I'm pronouncing it. That's what I was told. That's how to pronounce it. Okay. will be on Wednesday, February 26th. It will be a two-hour premiere night. And I believe we're going to see two tribal councils. Oh, that, so we're going to have two people vote I believe out. so. I believe it's going to be similar to the Survivor. Was it Survivor Gabon? Where we had two people out on the first night. Okay. So it'll be a busy next day for you. This, yes. Dan Sinensky wants to know, the beauty tribe needs muscle to win challenges, which Bryce is not. Again, I think Jeremiah might be just for show. That's that's possible. I don't know. I'm sure he's a strong guy. Yes, but they might just be. Yeah. For and again, you guys show. are coming at this from a very rational, logical place. Yes. I yes. don't know. You know, I think that Bryce is somebody who is going to be able to unite the women. I mm-hmm. think he has. I think he has that gear. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's so let's move along here. Let's start to talk about the tribe of Braun. Okay. And let's start with our buddy. Uncle Cliffy, Cliff Uncle Robinson, Cliffy. the former NBA standout. He is a former NBA all-star, okay? And uh, he is uh, coming to the game. He is 6'10", Nicole. 6'10", that's a big man. And I believe he is the tallest player to ever play Survivor. Wow. Now, Nicole, how do you think that that's going to translate to the game of being such a huge person like, nobody that tall has ever played the game before. I mean, you're always going to stand out. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But I'm more concerned about that being a a huge person, okay? Now, tall people like that, they have, you know, can have back problems, you know, that build a shelter for Cliff Robinson. I dare you, okay? <laughs> that, How I, big does that bed have to be? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to do a lot. Of, you have to do a lot of work. He's going to be very uncomfortable. Uh, he needs more calories to function yes. than you know than somebody who's you know five foot nothing and you know one hundred ten pounds. That's true. That's very true. I mean, he's got you know two feet on that person. He's got like three feet on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm worried about Cliff Robinson. Yes. And I feel like personality-wise, he seems like he's going to be a good fit for the game. Let's he just... seems rather sedated compared to what I expected him to be like. Okay. So he's a former NBA All-Star. He is, uh, his hobbies are golf, off-roading, and bowling. Oh, that's fun. Uh, pet peeves are people who chew their food with their mouth open. That, that seems to bother a lot of survivors. Yeah. Okay. Then three words to describe you are adventurous, funny, and loyal. And Survivor contestant you are most like is Boston Rob because he had a good way of getting people to trust him. Okay? There you go. 
So let's talk about uh, Cliff. Uncle Cliffy. Uncle Cliffy. I had overall, I had a very tiny thumb up for Cliff Robinson because I feel like he definitely, he's a, he's a professional athlete, so he wants to win. Yeah. But he's I very competitive. I'm not sure if he realizes, you know, how tough this is going to be. I think he might be the first one out on his tribe. I think that that's a possibility as well. Yeah. And I wonder how some of the other people who are blue collar uh, pr- professionals, I wonder how they're going to react to Cliff Robinson. Because we, as we saw on Survivor Nicaragua, there were some people that did not like having Jimmy Johnson on their tribe. Right. So Jimmy Johnson, you have money. You made your money. We, you know, you don't get to play our game. Is he going to be able to hack it? On Survivor, I mean, I'm sure he's used to a much more lavish lifestyle. Would he be able to, you know, suck it up and I don't live know. on bamboo? I, I don't know. Uh, he was just in North Korea with Dennis Rodman. That's true. So that he's definitely... I don't think the accommodations a were very for lavish there. That's right. So I'm, I'm concerned about Cliff Robinson. That yeah. He's, you know, he stands he stands out over a lot of these other people in the, in the group. He stands very tall. He stands very tall. And I don't know if that's a necessarily a good thing in Survivor Challenges. I don't think you want to be reminded of your presence all the time. I don't think that that's necessarily... It's like, he's a, always there. There he is. There he is. There I, he is. I guess so. <laughs> uh, so I, I wonder how he's going to fare with, you know, with the lack of nutrition. Problem. Is he going to have any energy? Mm-hmm. And are you going to be able to use his size to, if he has no energy? Is it going to be sort of like, you know, Shamar going back to Survivor, Car- not Caramon. Was it Caramon? Yeah. Like, I know. Okay. Good point. <laughs> going back to Survivor Caramon, Shamar just had nothing from, you know, he's like a huge guy. And he's like, oh, this guy's going to be great. But a lot challenges. of the challenges, you got to squeeze through things, go underneath things. Is he going to be able to do that? Right. It's, he is the opposite of having Leaf on your truck. <laughs> yeah. And there was something that Leaf was good at. But uh, I guess if, they, if you have a thing where you have to reach something high up in the air. He gets the coconuts. Yes. So we'll see. I think maybe overall, you know, I feel like if he can, if he can survive the elements, I think he can do okay. Jeff Kent impressed me on Survivor. Yes. Yes. I don't think this is a Jeff Kent. I'm saying out pre-merge. Hold on. I'm being fact-checked uh, from Twitter. Uh, at TFred23, Tyler Fredrickson says, uh, Mitchell from Survivor Australia is seven feet tall, which is the tallest person in Survivor history. And wow. how'd that go, Mitchell, at seven feet tall on Survivor? How'd that play out? Not so good. Not so good. You know, Survivor is, you don't want to be, it's like, Goldilocks. You don't want to be too tall. You don't want to be too short. You don't want to be too fat. You don't want right. to be too skinny. Everything about Survivor is you want to be just right. You don't want mm-hmm. to be. You don't want to be too athletic, and they vote you out for that. You don't want to be too smart. They vote you out for that. Yeah. You want to be just right. Yep. And I don't know if Cliff's just right. We'll see. I'm saying out pre-merge. Yeah, I I don't think uh, Cliff is making the merge, but we'll see. All right, let's uh, go move along here and let's talk about Lindsay. You mean. The rich man's flicker. The rich man's <laughs> the rich man's flicker. Yeah, reminds me of uh, two different survivors named Courtney Nicole. Yeah, uh, I could I see her a, a little bit of Courtney Merritt, and I see a little bit of Courtney Moon here. M O O N spells uh, Courtney Moon. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about Lindsay. Oh yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what the, why I'm doing no, that? No. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I don't want to tell you. 
Uh, okay, let's talk about Lindsay Ogle. Let's talk about Lindsay. Wow, I have too good of a stomach. Wow, I have too good of a body. Yeah. Um, wow, I can eat whatever I want. Out of all the players on my board, uh-huh. of the 18 players of from this season, Lindsay, I had the lowest rating for Lindsay. Yeah. I think I, I don't think that we're going to get too used to Lindsay on the show. Okay, let's talk about Lindsay a little bit. She's on the Braun tribe. She's from Kokomo. Uh, uh, in the, actually, uh, the Beach Boys made a song about her hometown, Nicole. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> she is, uh, her hobbies are camping, recycle art projects, and planning parties. Okay. Her pet peeves are incapable people, party poopers, and when people don't tell you that you have something in your teeth. Oh, everything's well, because everyone's staring at your nice stomach. I guess so. That seems to really annoy you. That seems to have really <laughs> rubbed you the wrong way. Nicole. I just was like, "What?" <laughs> okay. Then we also have the. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have a survivor that you're the most like, which I think is a, always a big red flag because they must have asked her, and she said, "Like, I, I've uh, never either I never watched Survivor or." I have no idea what you're talking. What I'm going to be on Survivor, or I don't. I couldn't tell you a Survivor. Anyway, maybe they forgot. Maybe it's a typo. Whatever. Um, maybe. I, I'm not feeling good about Lindsay now. Lindsay is one of the things that she. One of the words she uses to describe herself is impulsive. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yes. That's not impulsive. Is bad on Survivor. Yes, it is. That is a bad thing. You don't want a survivor who's impulsive. You can't trust them. The best survivors are the opposite of impulsive, um, where they are give everything a ton of thought. Again, not too much thought. Not too but going much. back to the Goldilocks yeah. thing. But you want to, like the great survivors sit there and think all day of, okay, I'm going to go to this person and I'm going to say this and then I'm going to go do this. And They're not impulsive. So I feel like... Impulsive gets you voted out. Yeah. Lindsay just seems like somebody who is going to like the tr- like there's going to be people like, hey, we need to be like working hard. And, and she's like, hey, I got to go do yoga somewhere. You know, I got to go flex my muscles. I got to go do what, whatever I'm, you know, working out. So not feeling it for Lindsay at all. Yeah, at all. And I would not be surprised if she's one of the first uh, one of the f- people out on that first premiere night. I, I agree. I will be surprised if she makes it past the first, first uh, tribal council. First one out for me. I think so. Yeah. I think that she... Now, again, that being said, I think the Braun tribe is going to do well in the challenges. Yeah. So I don't think they may... They may not go to tribal council the first night. So I think... Now, what do you think about this, though? What if they do in the first night, first episode, do you think that they had the foresight to say, okay, we're going to do two tribal councils and we're going to... The only tribe that wins immunity... Gets to not go to tribal council. If you come in second, you come in third, you go to tribal council. I think that would be good. That would be good. But I think that they moved the production schedule up because of the Olympics. So I don't think that in the field they had the foresight to know they were going to have a two-hour premiere with voting two people out. So I think, But I don't think that the Braun tribe is going to go to tribal council. But I think Lindsay is in trouble. And if I was going to say the game plan for Lindsay, and again, I'm looking at this from, you know, 10,000 feet, is... The Braun tribe needs to avoid tribal council. And again, in the three tribe format, if it's like Survivor Philippines, all you have to do is not come in last. Mm -hmm. Come in first, come in second. For the Braun tribe, that should not be a problem. Uh Don't come in last. Get to the point where we're shuffling the tribes up or we get to emerge, and then she could sort of hang back. 
So that's the success plan for Lindsay. But if they go to tribal, <laughs> bug attacking my microphone. If they go to tribal council, I think that she is done for. I do. I do too. And I don't think it's close. Thumbs. Sorry, Lindsay. Thumbs way down for Lindsay. Sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. So let's uh, let's segue here and let's talk about Sarah. Okay. And so here is Sarah. And did you know, Nicole, that Sarah is a police officer? I did. She told me. <laughs> she told you. She told me. Okay. And Sarah is somebody who uh, I believe that, let me just uh, scroll down. She is 29. She is from Iowa. And she is from Cedar Rapids. She's a police officer. She is also a big Survivor fan, allegedly. Uh, the three words to describe her are, Witty, competitive, and athletic. The hobbies that she has are boating, working out, golfing, and MMA. Oh. Her pet peeves are, I hate when I can hear people chew their food. When people leave me voicemails, in parentheses, she's right, I'll call you back if I don't answer, and stupid people. So she's really bummed out about the whole voicemails thing, but you hate that too. I hate voicemails. I don't ever, ever check my voicemails. Yeah. And then the survivor contestant you're most like, she says, I'm one of a kind. If I had to pick, I'd say Malcolm. He's nice, uh, but very strategic and tasteful about it. And potentially uh, Mr. Survivor 2014. Yeah. Sorry, there was a bug like right on the microphone. Okay. Yes, that's that's Nicole hitting her microphone <laughs> with her hand to swat a bug. It, it's dead now. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So let's let's talk about Sarah. I would like to know what's written on her abdomen. Yeah, we'd have to zoom in on that. Yes. Can somebody... Okay. Tweet us what it says. Now, I think one of the big storylines we're going to be following here... The cops. ...is the, the two police officers. We have Sarah and we have Tony, who we're going to talk about next. Okay? They are... Sarah is talking about in the game. And her strategy, she says, is she wants to find one person. And then from that finding that one person, then they're each going to get one other person and have a group of four. But it's really going to be her and that one person. The secret alliance. The secret, the secret alliance. And that person... I'm pretty sure is going to be Tony. Yes. She's even saying, hey, I see a guy. She's super observant. She said in the preview video, she says, that guy, I see a guy there. He's, he acts like a cop. I think he's, this other guy is a cop. Yeah. I, does, does Tony say that about her? No. She says okay. that about him. Yeah. I am super thumbs up. For, I, I have two thumbs up for Sarah. I really, really like Sarah. I really like Sarah. I do. I really, I do. really like Sarah. No, she's mine. I she's mine. I really like I am. a. I think Sarah. Boy, I, I get a good feeling from I Sarah. Do too. She seems like she really I, I, I she's exactly what we just described before, where she's kind of like mellow, sits back, observes, lets it process and then reacts. Nobody's coming for her. Nobody's yeah. saying we have to get Sarah out of the game. Mm-hmm. I see no way that she doesn't make the merge. I, she's a strong. She's strong enough as a woman that they're never going to vote her out for being uh a liability in the challenge. She's gonna know when you're lying. She to me, she gives me. She's like a. She gives me like a Denise vibe. Yeah, I, I I agree. She gives me the Denise vibe, and I feel like Sarah is gonna be a real key figure in this game. Mm-hmm. And she's a big Survivor fan, I think. Also, yes, and she looks cute in her bathing suit. You'd like that? Yeah, yeah. So she's good. That uh, I think she's good. Good casting, I think, with Sarah. I think so too. I I really like Sarah. So. We'll see. She's a tough customer. She's on. She's on the show. She is going to be. I think she's going to be somebody to be reckoned with. Ditto, kid. <laughs> Boy, I don't <laughs> like where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk, let's talk about Tony. Okay. Now, Tony. This is going to be interesting. So we are. 
of the mind that we are thinking that Sarah and Tony are going to be working together. Do you think that this is a good pairing? Nicole? Let me introduce you to Bad Cop. Bad Cop, <laughs> yes. He's almost he's like Frank from. We One just World. met Good Cop. Uh, sorry, Here is Bad World. Cop. Yes. So here's Frank. He let's let me bring up his uh, his thing now. W- where is Frank from? These are Jersey. Tony. I'm calling him. Frank. I was like, I don't see any Frank. I'm here. talking because he's like the guy from Opposite World. Okay. <laughs> I think he's from New Jersey. Okay, Tony is fr- is from uh, New Jersey. Yes, he. Uh, okay, so let's talk about if he's from Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, he has the big tribal tattoo, which you like, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Which you're always asking me to get one like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, his hobbies are jet skiing, playing pool, and surfing the web. Those, those, that's one of my hobbies He's as well. Lazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then his pet peeves are thugs who wear skinny jeans. Also, people. Oh, who we s- talked about this. How many thugs do you know wear skinny jeans? It happens. It happens. Uh, also, people who see me speaking on the phone, but yet they feel like they need to start a conversation with me. Like it's that urgent to them to know how's it going when I'm speaking on the phone. <laughs> so Hello, rude. Mr. Center of boy, the Universe. <laughs> boy, that really upsets Tony. Yeah. Don't, if you see Tony on the phone, don't talk to Tony. Uh, three words to describe are versatile, clever, and competitive. And they also, they, uh, Survivor Contestant, you are most like Russell Hance because I could be just as devious, Boston Rob, because I could be just as slick. Okay. So, Nicole, tell me, do, for Sarah... Can Sarah trust Tony? Is this a good pair for her? I think the only thing they got going for each other is that they're cops. So that may just make that instant bond. Yes. But I think she's going to have a problem with him. She's going to have a really big problem. He's like Shamar. He could be a loose cannon. Yes. And and, and literally, we really could have a good cop, bad cop situation (laughs) where... She's really like, 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 hey, look, I don't know if I'm going to be able to control Tony. Mm-hmm. You know, he is going to, he may go off the handle. He's one of these other people that could be really volatile. He's and a he, big guy who's not going to be eating. I don't think this is going to be a good, a good thing for him. Yeah. And while I love Sarah in the game, I'm concerned about this pairing with Tony. I think she'll be smart enough to let him kind of dig his own grave, which he's going to do. Because, you know, I said that I see Sarah as like a Denise. Yeah. But I don't see Tony as a Malcolm. You know, if he's comparing himself to Russell Hance, I mean, now Russell Hance did have some alliances that that did last a long time in his games, but I, I don't think he's an ideal person to make an alliance with. Can Sarah still have control over everybody else to get them to not? vote him out or not go against him? I don't know. I think they'll be fine in the early going. But I kind of wonder if Tony gets taken out along the way, if that's maybe a better scenario for Sarah than to go try to go all the way with Tony. I think what he said in his video was kind of interesting, and we talk about this a lot, how you are who you are on Survivor. And he says that he's going to be able to adapt and do whatever he needs to do. But yet in his real life, he has no adaption skills. Yeah. At all. So you think he's saying that he's kind of coming to the game and be a different person than he is in real life? I think that's what he's, he's saying, but we know you are who you are and it's going to come out and it's going to come out amplified. Yeah, I don't feel great about Tony. Yeah. I feel good about Tony and he's he says he watches the show, which is big, but I just kind of, I wonder, is he going to be able to keep his temper in check and not, you know, go off and play the game too hard too fast? Yeah, I'm going to say no. 
Sorry, Tony. No. Sorry. But I, overall, I still say thumbs up because of the Sarah factor. Yeah, I'm still. I'm gonna have to jump ship on that. You're 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 out I'm on out. Tony. You're I'm out, out on Tony. Tony. We'll see. Sorry, but the Tony and Sarah thing is gonna be, I think, the interesting thing to watch. I agree. In the early going, I agree. Okay, so let's talk about. We have two other people in this Braun tribe. All right, let's talk about Trish, uh, and we'll let's see if is Trish a dish. Um, to me, she reminds me a little bit of Sherry. Ooh, I had someone. I, she reminded me of someone, too. Who's that? She reminded me of the older Kim Spradlin. An older Kim Spradlin? Yes. Oh, I don't know. You're, really I mean, on physical appearance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kim Spradlin just had a kid today. You're already making an older Kim Spradlin? <laughs> yep. Okay. Let's talk about Trish. And so... She kind of looks like her. No. Yes. Kim Spradlin's mom? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Here we go. She's got it going on. <laughs> she is... A Pilates trainer. Mm-hmm. Okay, she I her like that. hobbies are figure skating, writing, and swimming. Okay, her pet peeves are liars, laziness, manipulators, and arrogance. Welcome to Survivor. Yes, um, the Survivor contestant you are most like is um, I liked. I relate to Danny Boatwright. She played a true and honest game. She crushed the challenges, and her social skills were top notch. Not a lot of people compare themselves to Danny Not, Boatwright. You, you get a few here you and there. You don't see that very often. Yeah. Okay. So Dan, uh, Trish, the wannabe Danny Boatwright, um, she watches the show. She talked about how she really, she set this as a goal for herself. She wanted to get on the show. She like focused her mind on it for all this time. She yes. made it happen. She likes to talk to herself. So I feel good. I feel good about Trish too. <laughs> what do you think? Tell me. I do feel good about her, but I'm just laughing at what I wrote where it says, I'm not going to say I'm so hungry. I, I know that she's going to say I'm so hungry. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, but where do you see Trish in this group? Now we've talked about five of the six people in the group. Okay. So Cliff Robinson, I don't know who's, you know, who's a big, uh, Cliff Robinson fan in, in this group. We talked about Lindsay. We don't think Lindsay is going to do too good. Now we have Sarah and Tony are together. Uh, does Trish fall in with Sarah and Tony? I could see Sarah hooking up with her. Whoa. Yeah, not that way. Oh, yeah. Dirty, I think, b- dirty boy. So I kind of feel like she is, is. She's in the mix here. Yeah. She's in the mix. I don't know. Check if, out her abs. Whoa. There you go. Yeah. She's, a Pilates, she's strong. Yeah. Pilates work, Nicole. <laughs> Should I do Pilates? You should do Pilates. <laughs> but I have abs like It'll that? help with your posture. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. So I, I do pod lotties. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, they help yes. Me, they help that me. does not help with your posture. Oh, okay. I do <laughs> pods a lotties. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel good about Trish. I do. I, I do too. But is she a winner? Could you see her going all the way? She was not in my pick to like. I have a small list of people who I think are in the running to win. She was close, but no cigar. Yeah, I could see her like in a sherry also yeah. sort of thing like, where it's like she's there. She's around for a while. But even if she gets to the end, people aren't voting for her, that. She wasn't making big moves in the game. I, I don't know. I bet that I could be way off with that also. And she seems like a really positive person where she's like, I tell myself these things and then I, I make it happen. And I feel like that doesn't do well for TV. Yeah. And the thing about Danny Boatwright is she was the last one left from her group. Mm-hmm. And then she won a bunch of the challenges. Right. So, and there was, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, throw shade at Danny Boatwright. Right. But like, she She's was one of the, fans. she was one of these people that had like sort of like the Fabio 
where they win, you know, the last three challenges that get get to the end. Yeah, you and didn't it see wasn't it like they were the one manipulating the whole thing. Yeah. So we'll see. And typically that person wins if they're up against people that are unlikable. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see with Trish. But I feel overall I feel good. The okay. arrow I feel like is pointing up for Trish. Okay. Agreed. All right. And then one other person here, our favorite uh, from the tribe. Here we go. Here comes uh, from the Brains Tribe. Oh, let's just take one more question. Uh, from Dan. Uh, he says, Tony is the Shamar to Sarah's Sherry. Oh, okay. Interesting. Basically. That's what I said. You you said that? Yeah. You said that? I did say that. Is, but, he, is he questioning it or... Uh, Tony so, is the Shamar to Sarah Sherry. I guess so. So you said that before? Uh, yeah, I, I said that. Well, what Sherry said was, hey, I'm going to, that Shamar is going to be my Philip Shepard. Yeah. And basically she said, I'm going to bring this person to the end with me and I'm going to carry him through the whole game and I'm going to take him to the end so people will vote for me in the end like Philip did with Boston Rob. Uh-huh. Is that what you meant also? I meant kind of but a little differently okay how did you mean it i meant that he that he's like the loose cannon like shamar was and sarah's gonna have to like reel him in okay well we'll see we'll see if that's and apologize for his behavior how it's gonna play (laughs) out but that that divided the tribe it did and i don't think tony's gonna be that i don't think he's gonna be a shamar i don't think he'll be that bad but he's shamar ish shamar shamar ish shamar ish okay i'm trying to think of somebody who was like sort of a if he's like a russell like, you know, Russell wasn't the person that was, like, screaming and, like, carrying on. But, you know, people were tired of Russell by the end. I think Tony's going to call out some some BS. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. How about one last person here from the Braun tribe? Here is Woo! Woo! All right. Here we go. Let's talk about Woo, who is has the most fun name to say out of any survivor in the history of the show. Well, get it all out of your system because I don't think you're going to be saying it all season. Really? You feel you're down on Woo? I was kind of bored. You were bored? Well, boring doesn't necessarily mean bad. Yeah, it didn't woo me. You, you were not wooed? I was not wooed. Oh, no. You know, you're, this is, this is uh, young Wu Huang, okay? <laughs> he is a martial arts instructor. He is... He has never seen Survivor. You don't think so? No. He did. Well, I I think he has. I don't think Hold so. Hold on. He says that three words to describe him are loyal, positive, and ambitious. The pet peeves are rude, loud people with no manners. Um, he said, Survivor contestant you are most like. With my martial arts experience, my game is very strong, humble, grateful, and respectful, much like Ozzy. And everybody knows how humble uh, <laughs> and respectful Ozzy is. Uh, his reason for being on Survivor is uh, adventure of a lifetime. Okay. So yeah, he's, he hasn't seen it. I don't know. He talked about there's so many. He's honored to be a part of Survivor. There's been so many great winners. Now he didn't he name seems them like by an honorable person. He didn't name them by name, but I got the impression that he seemed like he says this game was designed for designed for him. But I do feel like he is going to dominate. He's going to be great in the challenges. Uh-huh. I think he's cut out for the island living. Uh, he, he has the right body type for it, but. I think he's an outdoors kind of guy. Yes. But I don't think he knows how to play the game. Yes, like this I'm isn't worried camping. About him. This is not camping. I'm worried about if he knows the game. Yeah. I, I don't know if he really has a good grasp of the, of how to play the game. No, I think that he thinks that he's going to go out there and building a fire and all that, and then that that's it. That's the game. Yes. So 
I don't know. I don't know how that's going to play out for Wu, but I still have a th- I still have thumbs up for Wu, a tiny thumbs up. But I'm worried. I'm worried about him with the strat the strategy part of the game. I disagree. I'm saying thumbs down. To thumbs Wu. down on Wu. But why, yeah. why would they get rid of him? He's so he's a nice guy. Like especially early on in the game. I just didn't get a good feeling. I felt. I feel like he doesn't know what he's in for. Well, where do you see him going out? Um. They're not going to get rid of him early on because right. he's strong. But I think either at the merge or right after. I could see a scenario where he's the first person out at the merge because he's really good in the challenges. And, yeah. and he's going to win all the endurance competitions and whatever. But I kind of feel like he's going to be around for a little bit. There's no scenario where that you can come up with where he's out before the merge. Okay. But I don't think that we're going to see a lot of him. I don't think that he has the... He's not like um, manipulative. He his he's not going to have a lot of uh, camera time. We're not going to see him. Okay, you think he's going to be a invisible woo? Yeah, invisible woo. It's the worst kind of woo. No, no. I think I think that woo could be good. I'm I'm looking forward to woo. Okay, well, so we'll see. He's he is he's wooed me. <laughs> I I have been wooed. <laughs> I've been wooed. I'm looking forward to seeing him, and we'll see. I think it's on the fence whether he understands the game or not. If he knows the game. He has a shot to win. If he knows the game and I'm wrong, yes, he has a shot. But I, I, I think I'm right. But yeah, I, I would. I suspect he does not know the game. Okay. But he might. Okay. I, I, I maybe he's a maybe he's a quick learner. Maybe he's a quick learner. I don't have enough evidence to say definitively he does not know the game. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll see. He seems like too nice of a guy to play Survivor. Seems very nice and yeah. charismatic. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. Let's uh, go to, oh, actually, that was the last person in the Braun tribe. So let's predict, do we think that Braun is just going to go through the whole thing and then have vote off maybe one person before the merge? But, or they could throw in some puzzles, right? I guess so. To, to throw it off. Yeah. But I feel like they'll, they'll still be okay. Yeah, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. And then they get to, then they get to the merge and what happens? Okay. So and then they all get picked off. Then they get picked but. but if their their whole tribe is there and they could stick together, That's I true. mean, you got to learn the lessons from Survivor Philippines, where Tan Dang they didn't vote one person off, and then they got to the merge and they completely self destructed. Where it was like, okay, now let's vote off RC, now let's vote off, yeah. you know, and the, the whole tribe fell apart there. No, you're right. And so I kind of feel like if if the Braun tribe can get to the point where they get to the merge, they have to stick together. They have to. Yes. Okay. So we'll Anything see. Anything going on on Twitter? A, li- a little bit. I'll tell you when okay. something's going oh, on. Excuse Don't me. Don't worry. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it seemed interesting. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead. Let's talk about some of our brains here. And let's start with our first brain. He is the team president of the Miami Marlins. Here is David. And now David says he has been watching Survivor all the way back to the first season. And Nicole, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing David this season. I'm going to say I'm getting a little tired of David already. Why? Only because when you're watching on the CBS website and you hit pause on regardless of whose video you're watching, it takes you back to the first one and it was and it's David. So I had to watch his video like eight times. So you're holding that against David? Sorry, David, but the, yes. that the order the videos are in on the CBS website? Because I have to website? keep watching his video. Oh, that, now you're being petty. No. You're being petty towards David. Stop it. He's 45 years old. He is from Plantation, Florida. 
His uh, personal claim to fame is that he got the local government in Miami to contribute over $350 million to a new baseball park uh, during the recession, which he actually got in a little bit of trouble for saying that in his, his bio. <laughs> People did not like that, that he said that. Yeah, that's, that seems like he would get His hobbies trouble. are running, watching movies, and traveling. His pet peeves are laziness, entitlement, and those who are not charitable. Mm-hmm. Three words to describe you are persistent, witty, and aggressive. Uh, and then he says, Survivor contestant, you're most like Boston Rob. He won the game before others thought it had started. Um, and I want, is he talking about Survivor, Survivor All-Stars? <laughs> uh, is he saying he had a pregame alliance? Uh-oh. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about David Sampson. I like David. I want to talk to Sampson. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about Sampson. Uh, I'm telling you, I feel very good about this I guy. I like David. I feel very Even good though about- I had to watch his video eight times, I do like him. Uh, he is athletic. Mm-hmm. He seems and, smart. And he's smart and he knows the game. I mean, I kind of feel like uh, what's not to like? It's triple threat right there. This Brains tribe, I think, is the most interesting tribe of the three. Because I think everybody in this group They have a knows, little bit of everything. Uh, uh, not only that, everybody in this group knows how to play the game also. I think every single person... I don't think there's ever been a tribe of six people... That everybody knows and the fans. game. Yes, I think I, I don't think there's one person in this group that is not a person who is a survive, a loyal survivor watcher. Can that cause some over strategizing? Sure, sure. That anytime we're gonna get the brains tribe this season, it's gonna be gold. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> I, I that's why I, I'm most excited about the brains tribe. Uh, and that's why I'm really excited about this season. Yes. Like, I think the Beauty Tribe, we're going to get our comedy. Uh-huh. We're going to get a lot of Dodo music. The Braun Tribe, we're going to get our drama uh-huh. where Lindsay and Tony are, like, flipping out about stuff. And, like, oh, like, should we, like, oh, what are you talking about? Uh, you can't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And then the Brains Tribe is just going to, the game is on from yeah. the get-go. Agreed. And that's going to be really, really fun to watch. And you have six people who I think all really know how to, the game works. And boy, this is going to be good. I don't know. I don't. I can't predict how this tribe goes. Actually, I do. I will tell you a little bit of. I, I have one sort of like an inkling of like you know like if you're doing like a puzzle and you put like uh like find the corner pieces. I think I have one idea of of how it's going to work. But well, I'll tell you as as we okay. go. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So let let's talk about Garrett. Okay. Garrett. Garrett is a, a triple threat, Nicole. He is. Okay. Let's let's talk about Garrett and uh, what what he has going on. I feel like his abs are staring at me. They are staring. He works out three hours a day, Nicole. Yes. Okay. It's my kind of guy. He's a poker player. <laughs> Did you know that? You're stealing my line. No, sorry about that. Do <laughs> you want to say it? No, I can't say it now. You already did. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's a. Uh, He's a polka player. He's a polka player. <laughs> He's a bodybuilder. <laughs> He's uh, his hobbies are bodybuilding, alcohol, psychology, and cinema. Seems uh, like they don't all go. Yes. So have you ever heard? <laughs> but of it works. That has alcohol as a as a hobby. <laughs> yeah, Willie Hans. <laughs> it was his. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, his pet peeves are dishonesty and lack of ambition. Three words to describe you are competitive, ambitious, and confident. And they said to him, oh, you'll like this also. Reason for being on Survivor, win enough money to impress girls in L.A. Self-growth as I will be forced to... A million dollars isn't going to cut it, buddy. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, he says, the Survivor that you are most like... Um, actually, do we, not, do we not have one? I think they didn't, they didn't have one on his. 
Okay, maybe maybe uh, we don't know what his maybe he said is, poverty, but uh, but I he has seen the show a lot. You could tell from his from his bio. Where Lindsay, he's a rap fan. Whoa! <laughs> Good job there. He had said that he had listened to the show prior. This guy, his preparation was off the charts. Yeah. That in addition to you know being a professional poker player, a game of strategy which has a lot of elements of Survivor. Then you also have that he's work, working out three hours a day. He said he did an hour of swimming every and week. He even did yoga. He did he did yoga. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe listened to podcasts. So, yes. Uh, he watched a ton of the. Sh- he watched all of the episodes. He was all in. He was all in. All so in. Use your poker because <laughs> he's poker. a poker player. That's right. So, boy, Garrett seems like the total package, Nicole. In the execution, though, do you see it working? I do. You do? I do. You see it? Okay. I do. Well, how far, how far can he go? I think he, he's up there with my winner's pick. Yeah. I have well, a few. I haven't quite decided yet, but he's, he's on my list. Yeah. He's on my short list. I mean, Garrett seems like he is seemingly without a flaw. Seemingly. Seemingly. Yeah. But is his lack of a flaw... His flaw? His biggest flaw. Because... We're getting so deep here. No, but we really are, especially with uh, this gr- with this group of people. Now, every, now, the thing is, though, he's in a group where everybody is really smart and knowledgeable about the game. So do people? But are people saying from early on, boy, this guy is intelligent and athletic and you know and good looking? Is he somebody we need to get rid of? I think in the beginning they're going to say we need to keep this guy because he's gonna he's gonna be the challenge dominator for them. The rest of them aren't going to be able to. So the question is, do you feel like at at some point in the game, is he too threatening? And here's what I think is going to happen. Like I kind of feel like. If uh, the the group that sticks together will be the the group will win that that g- gets to the end. Yeah, but there, will there be t- uh, will there be enough? Like, uh, first off, the beauty tribe. We're predicting that they're they're gonna not have the numbers. Yeah, they're done. The br- the brawn tribe. They have explosive personalities, though. Are they going to be able to be cohesive enough? And the brains, are they all going to be so into their own game that they're making moves to not stick with their other brains and say, am I better off to flip and, and do this? I think, that, I think the brawn tribe is going to have the numbers in the end. I kind of feel that way, too. Yeah. But it's going to be really fun to watch. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I kind of feel like there could be like two people from the brains tribe that takes that takes the numbers from the brawn and sort of changes the game around. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's gonna be I very fun you. to watch. Okay, um, but that that being said, uh, for Garrett, what what are we saying, Nicole? Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs I have up. I have a big thumbs up as well for Garrett. Yes, but I kind of feel like at some point, like. If I'm watching the show, I'm like, okay, Rob, you like too many people. Somebody, people have to be out. And and that's why I'm having such a hard time with this season. Well, you, you have to pick a winner. I have to pick, I will pick a winner. Yes. I will pick a winner. Okay. Let's talk about uh, Jatia. 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 <laughs> All right. Here's Jatia, Nicole. And now she is a nuclear engineer. Okay. Ex Ford model. Yes. Ford models are like elite. That's good. Yeah. 
Let's talk about Jatia. She is a nu- she is a nuclear engineer. Her inspiration in life uh, is her mom, who's 61 years old and still kicking, running marathons. 61 and still kicking. It's young. <laughs> yeah. um, her hobbies are watching movies, reading, and playing strategic games. Her pet peeves are ignorant, closed-minded people, being late, off schedule, and chunks of food in her drinks, uh, i.e. Rocky Road ice cream. You don't like that either, I Nicole. don't like that. I, I don't like Rocky Road either. Yeah. Um, then her three words to describe her are intelligent, adaptable, and competitive. Okay? And if she could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? Her favorite I Love Nerds t-shirt, uh, mint-flavored <laughs> Mentos, and a really thick, intricate novel that she would read repeatedly and find new meanings to. Now, okay, she talks a lot about her I Love Nerds t-shirt, okay? Does Jatia... Call Jatia out. Does she love nerds? No. She may say she likes nerds. She says she loves nerds. I don't, I'm not buying it. She's a hot chick. Yes. She could have anyone she wants. Yes. See, she's on the brains yes. tribe. That's, that's one of my pet peeves is attractive women that say they love nerds. Mm-hmm. That's a pet peeve of mine because they don't. I love nerds. <laughs> no, that's, <a> love, <laughs> that's not, I know that's not true either. Um, that's a pet peeve, Nicole. Uh-huh. They like to say, I feel like the, the attractive woman likes to say they love nerds. I feel like. Because they like attention. But they at the end of the day. I feel like it makes them, makes other people go, wow, they are the whole package. They are They're the whole nice. package, right. They're so nice. Get me a picture of Jatia's boyfriend. <laughs> I have a feeling this, this is a, a very uh, handsome man. He's not on. Who's not nerdy. What's that show you watch? King of the Nerds? King of the Nerds, yes. yes. You're not going to find him on that show. She's not going out with Zach from King of the Nerds. Definitely not. Best best reality TV villain since Russell Hams. Don't let him hear you say that. I'm saying it. Yeah. I'm saying it. Okay. So let's talk about Jatia, who also seems like a very ready uh, and able person in, in this game. Another person in this brain's tribe who I, I feel like uh, could do very well in this game. I disagree. You feel like, whoa, why? I disagree. Um, because I'm not buying this whole, like, she's uh, she's smart, but I'm not buying that, like, she's, she, I, I don't know, she, I think she might be a little high maintenance. You think she could be a diva? I think she might be a diva. Yeah. In a bad way? I mean, maybe, not maybe, a, a, not l- a, maybe bad a little? Way. Not in a bad way, but I think that it's going to be harder for her than she thinks it is. I mean, that's that's possible. That's possible. But I feel like she seems like, you know, she's smart. She's athletic. Like, I feel like, you know, again, this brains tribe is going to have to vote somebody off. Right. But I kind of feel like she's she's okay. She could be in it for a bit. She reminds me of like she kind of looks like what's her name? Tawana. From uh, Tawana Bradley from. She kind of looks like her. I could see that. Yeah. Um, She has big earrings, which, you know, from from Big Brother this past summer. I don't I'm not a big fan of. Yeah. With Candace. Candyland. <laughs> I didn't like the big earrings. Yes. A little too big. I'm worried they're going to get caught on something. Well, hopefully she takes them out before the game I starts. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. It could get caught, like, on stuff. Yeah, that's what I get worried about. Yeah. I get worried Safety. about. Safety. Safety first. Yeah. Please. Please, Jatia. All right. Let, so now let's talk about, let's move on from Jatia, and let's talk about Cass. Okay? So uh, Cass is a lawyer, Nicole. Yes. And and she's 40. And she wears bad suits. She wears bad suits on purpose. On purpose. She's she's a woman. She's 40. No, she's 41, Cass. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is Cass, and she is from 
uh, a place that I can't pronounce in California. Tihachiapi? Exactly. Where's that, Nicole? Must be north. Must be north. (laughs) Uh, She has pet peeves. They are stupid people. They are toilet paper rolls left empty on the roller. Laundry outside the basket and whining excuses. Boy, Cass, I hope she, I hope Cass never drops in at our place, Nicole. <laughs> she would not like it. Yes. She Always empty like rolls of toilet paper or a full roll of toilet paper on top of the empty roll. Yes, yes. <laughs> really pisses well, me off. Well, hopefully uh, Tiha Chapi is uh, not in the valley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So three words to describe you are resourceful, tenacious, and underestimated. Survivor contestant you are most like, Sandra. She didn't seem to be in it uh, for anything but winning money for her family. Okay? So a reason for being on Survivor, fun, challenge, and money. All right. Let's talk about Cass, Nicole. Oh, I feel like she can go both ways. Whoa. Hey, now. In the game of Survivor. Oh. Okay. All right. Or whatever. You know, no judgments. Yeah, no judgments. It's all cool. Yeah. Okay. So uh, tell me a little bit about, about Cass, who is also another very big fan of the show. Is really? She? Yes. And knows the show particularly well. Um, all right. I, so I have, I have a take on Cass. Okay. I want to hear your take. But... Let me, I will keep it to under a minute, this take, and I will do it for the sake of that. So, again, I never, I never know any, any spoilers, yes. okay? I never know any spoilers, but sometimes there are things that, hap- that are happening and that I can sort of sit, feel like I get a read from one thing or the other, just from, thi- from things I'm observing. Okay, spit it okay. out already. So, uh, give me six, if you don't want to, if you don't want to hear what I'm going to say, so on your iPod, on your iPhone or whatever, just turn the volume off for for sixty seconds. We're gonna clock them. Okay, all right. So sixty seconds uh, starts. Okay, so there's been some feuding on the Twitter. I think bet- I saw this. Between Cass I think I saw this and Spencer. Mm-hmm. And Cass seems to not like the Spencer. Uh huh. The that's, Spencer. That's what so far. He's already infamous. So far, and also I've seen Cass is like is tweeting pictures of her with like a cardboard cutout of Jeff Probst. <laughs> uh, like signing an autograph, and I just feel like this is not behavior of somebody who I feel like is is going to be long for the game. Uh huh. And I feel like just like you know we've seen it many times before, the people who are the, the most, over tweeters, over tweeters early on, uh-huh. I feel like do not go far. And just looking at this group, if this gr- group goes to the tribal council first, uh-huh. or, or the first time they go to tribal council, I feel like Cass is an easy boot for them okay as the probably the least athletic person in this group mm-hmm. i can see it okay yes so i feel like and i, I don't know if people are back yet but i feel like and the, we're back I, and we're <laughs> back uh, so that's why i feel like the arrow is pointing down, down. Okay. for casts i was indecisive on her because i really felt like she could go both ways and I feel like she could be good. She, I could see like getting like a Kathy Vavrick O'Brien vibe from Cass. Yeah. But I just I at some point this group of six is going to go to tribal, and I feel like that it's an easy decision for them to say, okay, well Cass is you know the least athletic. Like, oh, she sucks. You know she could she could make a mistake in the, in one of the challenges, and I could see it being anybody an, can anybody can. But I could see her being out of this group. I could see her being sort of an easy decision for them. Okay. Okay. So we'll we'll see. 
We'll see what happens with Cass. That's, in, like, that's very interesting. I like Cass, and I want to see her do good, but I feel like the arrow is pointing down. Okay. Somebody's got to go home from this group. Someone, I like this whole tribe. Somebody's got to go Not everybody could win. Not everybody can win. All right. Let's talk about Tasha. And, and, and people in the chat room have been waiting for Tasha to get here. Here is Tasha, a.k.a. LaTasha. Mm-hmm. Okay? So let's, let's talk about her. Let me uh, get her thing open. Nicole, what's your take on, uh, are you going to call her Tasha or LaTasha? I'm going to call her T. T. Okay, let's go. Let's talk about Tasha. Uh huh. Okay, Tasha is thirty-seven. Okay, she looks young. Yeah, not that thirty-seven's old. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, so she's an ex cheerleader. She's an ex cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Her three words to describe her are competitive, spiritual, and jack of all trades. Is that, I guess that's one word because she uses hyphens. Uh, three words. <laughs> The pet peeves are people biting down on the fork as it leaves their mouth. Oh, I hate that too. Bad breath and panty lines. Yeah, is that a pet peeve? Not everybody can wear a thong. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pet peeve. I guess maybe she wants them to go commando. Yeah, go commando. Why not? Uh, Survivor contestant. You're not really free unless you're free. Survivor contestant, you are most like Ozzy due to his physical play and Sandra, who did what she had to do to win and not be apologetic. so she wants to be on Survivor to challenge uh, herself and for the money. Now here's where I feel like I, I feel like there's a uh, there's two people who I feel like are gonna be are gonna get along. And I, maybe I'm way off on this, but I feel like Tasha and Jatia, they're almost they're they're similar ages. That they're both they're How both. How old is Jatia? I believe Jatia we said was 31. Okay. Uh, so she they're both in their they're both in their 30s. Uh, I feel like they seem they, they seem, they're both smart. They both they're both smart. Uh, now both are African American, and and in the history of Survivor, mm-hmm. when you have pe- uh, pe- more than one person who's African American on the tribe, they tend to also uh, work together. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, off the top of my head, I can't think of an instance where they where they didn't get along. Uh-huh. But, but the fact that they're both women, they're both in this group of brains. I feel like that they have a lot in common. Between Tasha, they have to connect. Tasha and Jatia, and whereas I feel like I don't know if if like there might be a, a bit of a, a wiener measuring contest between the three guys in this group. I feel like the one thing I, I was feel, going to say something, but I'm going to be nice. <laughs> the, I feel like the one thing I can be sure of here uh-huh. is that Tasha and Jatia are going to get along. Okay, maybe who knows? Who knows? But I feel like that I can see I see them as being tight. And then now, now they have all the power yeah. if the two of them are together in the group of six. Yes. And from there, then I feel like now people are having to come to them. Because, and unless the three guys are going to work together. And I kind of feel like with, with the egos on these three guys, I don't see that happening. Uh-huh. I feel like the guy, the, the guy or the two guys who can work with Jatia and Tasha are going to have the power in this alliance. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I think so. I think that, I mean, what, what do you think of that? I, I mean, I didn't think of that, but it, it makes sense. Yeah, I feel like it's going it, to, this is, this tribe is going to, it's Tasha and Jatia's tribe to lose. Okay. So we'll see. And, and now of, of the guys, and we're going to talk about Spencer next. Uh-huh. What, which of those three guys do you think are going to, be able to work with them. I think Garrett might. Garrett, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see Garrett with yeah. Tasha and Jatia. Yeah, he'll, he'll he'll definitely be able to relate to the chicks. And then that you need a fourth. Yeah, is the fourth? Is it David or is it Spencer? 
That's a tough one. I feel like Spencer is a really strong personality and David's older. David's older. So I don't know. Who can so who can adapt? I don't Spencer is a chess Could player. Could it be Cass? Could Cass be the fourth with them? No, I think that she, I think you're right. I think that she's going to be gone. Yes. Okay. Um I see in the in the chat room uh John Dunn says Rob just makes s up. What yes, that's what yes. I do. That's I uh, know <laughs> I've never denied that. I just, I'm, I'm trying, we have, we have pictures of 18 people. P- figure out what we happens. We have to make stories up. Yes. To make this interesting. Jessica says, uh, Philip and Francesca didn't get along. Okay. There you go. They, but they but were they, the same sex. But I think they, they. Nor did they want to have sex. They didn't want to get along. <laughs> but I think that they were, they were, tr- that Philip was supposed to vote with them, right? But then he like, uh, he flipped the script and tried to do something. Different. Who knows? Again, I don't want to, I don't want to just like, lay, you know, lay down a law. Like, uh, you know, if you have two people of the same race in a small group, they're always going to get along. No, that's not always going to happen. But yeah. in the history of the show, it's happened more. It, they've uh, People have gotten along, um, you know. More than they, and in just, our fake story, it's happening. Yeah, just like the two people who are both police officers. It's something that you have in common. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Spencer here. Okay. Now Spencer is easily going to be the most polarizing person in this season of Survivor. Uh, Kagayan. I think that if you want to have a drinking game, yes, it's whenever this guy has a confessional. Okay. There. Let's take one more comment before we jump into Spencer. Uh, what sort of RHAP references? Do you think we should uh, keep an eye out uh, for from uh, Spencer this season? He did say to uh, something about playing too fast or too hard, but didn't use yeah. both terms. Also, one other one other Spencer thing. Let's let's go to his bio. And uh, we talked about in our cast preview show that uh, we suspect that Spencer may have listened to the Rob is a podcast uh, a, a couple of times. A, a few. We talked about a the um, the tidy whitey reference that he made. But let me let me read out one other thing that I felt like is a little bit of a smoking gun from Spencer's bio, and that would be CBS website. Very very slow tonight. We have too many people because everybody's on it now. Too many Discover web uh, ads. So <laughs> they talk to Spencer. Uh, let me read you the whole thing. So his hobbies are chess, ultimate frisbee, and partying. Hey ultimate now. frisbee. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, it is. His pet peeves are people who are stupid but still voice their opinions. Uh, they may have or may or may not have a podcast. Incompetent <laughs> leaders, those who don't respect intelligence, and those who expect handouts in life. Um, three words to describe you are brilliant, competitive, and arrogant. Okay? At least he knows he's arrogant. Yes. And so one of the other... Okay, so and then the contestant you're most like, the cleverness and strategic planning of Steven, but the personality of Marty. Uh, like Marty, I am a natural leader and can come off as pompous or bombastic. Also, I've shared Marty's disdain of Jane uh, from Survivor 21. So he does not like her. Okay. So then, okay, so here's the other thing that I felt like is a little bit of a smoking gun. So they said, uh, who do you think will be the sole survivor? He says, I'm the chess expert uh, who can plan my victory 10 moves in advance. I can use economic game theory to know the incentives of those around me. I'm the only guy who has these skills and is personable enough to win. Think of me as... The John Cochran who doesn't suck. Okay, I mean, now is that a is that a the uh, you know the Rob that sucks, the Rob that doesn't suck. You know, is the you know we talk about all the time the, the this person that sucks. I think that's a clever way of saying it without saying it. Yeah, you think so? You feel like that is is that a common expression? Who doesn't the 
Would, it's a would, common for rapists. Would anybody say the yeah the John Cochran who doesn't suck? Yes. Uh, in any other, yeah, that's a smoking gun. You're all, I think so. Okay, there you I go. think so. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk about Spencer now. Some people are really not going to like Spencer. And again, that Spencer is. But I think that's what he wants. He wants it. Spencer. That's what he wants. Spencer wants. He wants to be the villain. Yes. Here that and so and you're doing it. Yeah, and you know what? I have no problem. I have no problem with that, and I and I support it. Absolutely. Now the thing is, can you be? Can he be the villain and keep it to? Hey, I am going to be evil strategically, but keep it without getting into the personal attacks. And it's and and it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very fine line to walk to say, hey, I'm going to vote out these idiots, but not get into. But not call them idiots to their face. Well, no, I was going to say I'm going to vote out these idiots, but then it's like a Colton line where. Can you say, hey, I'm voting out all these people from my tribe. They're so dumb. They're so stupid. Here's why. But not say, oh, I hate this guy because uh, or I hate this person. She's old and fat. And I hate this person because he's a blah, blah, blah. You know, I think he's this. This You know, this woman's a bitch. This person. He can, doesn't seem catty. Right. Can you do it without the hateful language that can, you know, that's one way to be a villain. Yeah. There's a, then there's a strategic villain. Yeah. And it was like, you know, for a while, Russell had the first thing. And then after a while, it started to become the second thing also. Yeah. So that's going to be the fine line for Spencer. So as long if he can be the villain and just be entertaining, so be strategically, but not be the guy that we, you know, that is that we hate, hate, that that is, you know, going out of his way to be outrageous for the sake of the shock value. I think think he's smart enough to know the difference but i don't know we'll find out we'll find out so we'll find out so what do you think nicole so, so here's spencer of course a uh, super smart guy super strategic and, chess, no, and knows it chess expert knows it knows it and will probably tell you well well that's the thing do you think that he will be able to keep to be charismatic enough to keep the people in his group liking him now again I, I told you i think the power in this group lies with jatia and tasha okay who are two women who are in their 30s okay now jatia uh, uh, admittedly likes nerds Ooh, okay maybe there's a showman is, well is there a soft spot for jatia with spencer this is you know maybe this is a test to see if jatia really does like nerds <laughs> That's or true. if it's bs <laughs> yeah if it's bs we'll fi- we'll find out on the first night if yes. if on the first show, if Jatia's talking about, boy, I hate Spencer. Yeah, if she's yeah. giving him big hugs. <laughs> boy, and... this Spencer's a real nerd. I really hate him. <laughs> I hate his guts. I hate his guts. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So yeah. do you think that David could be in trouble? Hmm. You think Spencer will target David? Well, here's the thing. Do you think Spencer will... I don't know. Do you, do you I think, don't know who Spencer would align with. Would, would Spencer is Spencer more likely to get along with David, or is he more likely to get along with Garrett? Because I kind of feel like Spencer isn't going to like Garrett. I don't think that that's a match made in heaven. Yeah, and I kind of feel like Spencer might appreciate David, David more more than Garrett. But I kind of feel like the ladies uh, are going to like are going to want Garrett in the alliance more than so. I, I I haven't seen Spencer's abs, so I can't. We're, I can't we're say. We're waiting to see his abs. <laughs> oh no! So we'll that will be the determining factor. We'll see how far can Spencer go. 
Did Spencer win the game? Crazier things have Crazier happened. things have happened. Fa- Fabio won. I just, I don't know. It I, depends on how he's going to deliver his douchiness. I think he's going to be great television. And he's going to oh, be definitely. great theater. And I can't, I can't wait to see him do it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's so many smart players this season. Are people going to see through what he's doing? Or will he be smart enough to hide it? Or but can he? Can you are he who it? you are. On can can Spencer, you know, r- run and hide and not have people think like, who's this, you know, twenty-one-year-old uh, punk? Like he thinks he's going to get over. It. Like, can he show up and be like a nice, sweet guy that nobody thinks is really up to stuff? Or is he going to be able? No, he people... looks devilish. Look at his face. He people... looks devilish. Yeah. He seems kind of like he would be like uh, a bad guy in like a high school movie. <laughs> yes. A little bit. <laughs> a, li- a little bit. He's like a young Bond villain. Yes. So I, I'm worried about Spencer. Okay. But here's the thing about Spencer. And here's the thing about a lot of, a lot of players. Your Suri, uh, somebody, like, somebody like myself. Um, if he gets to the merge, he's not, uh, people aren't looking at him as a threat. So yes. if, he can, if he can last through the first part of the game, then I think he's around for a while. Yeah. I'm going to say, I don't think we're going to be, I think we're going to see a lot of Spencer for a while. You think so? I do. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going far too, but I feel like, I think we're talking about him in sort of like, oh, you should have won. You should have had it. I could see that. But I don't, I don't see him as, the deal as the winner. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Well, as long as he's around for a while. Yeah. Or I could, you know, he could get to the end and he could be somebody where the p- other people who were there hated his guts so much that they don't give him the money. He could be like a Russell, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. So we'll see. I think it's also, you know, I, I get, I've said this times, many times before and people don't seem to like it when I say this, but I think it's hard to win the game as a 21 year old. And yes, there have been, there have been a number of winners yeah. who've won the game as 21 It's funny year that old. you say that when you were you were beat by a 21-year-old. I was beat by a 21-year-old, <laughs> but I was also a 24-year-old yeah. when I played Survivor the first time. And I feel like as a 35-year-old person, I feel like I would be I would be better at the game as an older person than I was as a But I think you're you're also smarter no, than the average everybody. survivor. But I, I'm sure that Spencer 10 years from now will be smart. I think he's 21, right? Oh right, 21. So he's a young lad. Yeah, so I think you know he'll be smarter 10 years from now. So um it would I think it's tough to you know uh really you know play a great game when you're that young. And people but, have done it. People but, have done it. But he if he has listened to as much Rob has a podcast as we suspect he has, then he knows all this. Yes, that's true. That's true. Let's see. Let's see. Hey, so so this is actually testing Rob has a podcast. Yes, and this would be a great commercial for Rob has a podcast <laughs> if he did win the game. Yes, and say actually, and Jeff is like. Uh, Spencer, he was the guy you love to hate this season. We're going to talk to him. We're going to ask him about how he, how he learned. To play. He better than sing tidy whities. <laughs> no. um, so that'll be fun. Yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this, this tribe and watching Spencer and all, all, all of these players. All right. Um, Jessica, do we have any, do we have a, a any comments backed up? Uh, 
if you do, let's get some comments and we'll get into the winner and start to rehab this. Yes, whole, I hear my baby crying. This whole thing up. Okay. So let's see if we if we have any. All right. So let's let's talk about who we think is going to come away from this thing and potentially be the winner. Okay. I'm nervous now. I'm I, nervous we're gonna say this say the same person. Yes. And so I kind of I don't wanna I don't wanna do that though. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that either. Okay. Uh, so here's uh, from McCry- Mr. Crying Banana. Do you think that this could finally be the season that has two African-Americans that reach the merge? Uh, or two <laughs> two female African-Americans that reach the merge? Has that never happened before? I guess not. Is that a first? It's McCrying Banana. I'd have, to, <laughs> I'd have to go and double check that. I mean, I think that this is definitely a, a possibility. You know, if, yeah. if, if it was ever going to happen, let's maybe happen. I think we need we need to get this fact checked because that would be interesting. <laughs> that would that would be interesting. I don't know what, the, what it means, but sure. <laughs> it means sure. nothing, really. OK, let's go. A couple more questions here uh, from Rich. He wants to know, who do you think is the dark horse looking at all the bios? OK, so who's somebody that you think could win that isn't really on the radar right now? Who's the person? Huh? Yeah. Someone who's not on the radar. Not on the radar, but could make could make a run here. I feel like my person that's the dark horse, and I feel like we're kind of forgot about him from the beginning. I feel like uh I'm gonna say LJ is my dark horse. I don't think LJ's a dark horse. Yeah, why well who do you think is dark horse? That I can't answer. I don't know. But I don't <laughs> think LJ's a dark horse. <laughs> yeah. Well, who would I I feel like I either have good or bad. There's okay. no there's no in the middle here. All right, so you say there's no dark horse. I don't really I don't I can't find a dark horse. Okay. All right. Uh let's go with uh from Jenny who wants to know who do you think will be the first out this season and why? Okay. So let's let's predict this. First first challenge from the beauty from the beauty from tribe. From the beauty tribe. Yes. I think I mean it's going to be the pageant girl. Pad Jeffra. Yeah. Now that would be the easy answer to say that one of these girls, one of these girls goes out first. So you say, um, you know, but that would mean that the girl, one of the girls, had to have turned on the other girls. Oh yeah. Like I can almost see a scenario where I, I think it's somebody from the beauty tribe. I could see a scenario where it's Bryce. I could see a scenario where it's LJ. No, I can't see a scenario where it's LJ. You can't. No. I can see a snare where it's Jeremiah, I guess, or I could see where it's. How could you say that when you're when you're saying that the pageant girl is yes. going to have a showman's with Jeremiah, right? And then Bryce is in that alliance too. No, there's no way that the alliance is that Jeremiah, the girls, and Bryce against LJ. That's not that's not happening. Okay. I could see a scenario where Bryce, oh, I'm sorry, where Jeremiah and and lj are together okay. and then they have an ally and then jeremiah also has a showmance with jeffra uh-huh and then they end up bringing in like you know one of the other girls and they vote out bryce i could see that okay yeah um so who's the pick i my pick is boy uh i guess i would say i guess i would say cass you would say Cass. I would say I would say Cass because I because I feel like I feel strongly that she would be the first one to go from the brains, and I have to say I don't have one person that I feel strongly about would be. So even though I think that the that the 
Beauty Tribe will go to Tribal Council first. I would say that I feel more strongly that Cass would be the first one out from Brains. Okay. What do you say, Nicole? Who's your, who's your first one out? Pageant Girl. Yes. Jeffra. Is that her name, right? Uh, that that is that is correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm trying. I'm trying to ban somebody in the in the chat room. There we. Okay. Ooh, yeah, someone got right. banned. Somebody's, somebody's getting somebody's getting banned right now. It takes a lot to get banned. Yes, that's right. Kind of keep one eye on the chat room while the podcast is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so let's take uh, one more question. Uh, no, we're, we're same question. That. that was the same question. Okay, so let's talk about our our winner, Nicole. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I'm I'm reading I'm reading between the lines here, and I guess there's not going to be a lot of suspense. So it sounds like we both like. Sarah. Yeah. Okay. Now let's let's compromise here. Let's talk through. Let's talk this through because I don't want to have us both have it. Made it less fun last yeah, season to both and be and out, and especially because she was like the second one out. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this, Nicole. So do you feel strongly about? Do you want to keep Sarah or should we talk about my others? Well, let's let's see if we can come to compromise. Let me tell you who I have in the mix here. Okay, okay and let's let's sort of compromise. Now, should neither of us pick Sarah? Should we say should, Sarah's off the table? Should we say Sarah's off the table? Because or is that like, oh, the, we, we, if she wins, and we, well, we called it, but we didn't want it. So we have to decide right now. We either we either let's talk about our, our alternates. Okay, alternates. Okay, I have LJ <gasps> in, in the mix as a. So do I. As, as, <laughs> as an alternate. Okay. I'm just telling the people I have that could win the game. Okay. Um, I I feel like uh, both Jatia and Tasha are in the mix. They're not on my list. I feel like Garrett's in the mix. Garrett is on my list. I mean, I, you could have da- Spencer or David are both in the mix. Um, I don't feel strongly. I guess uh, I don't feel strongly about too many of the other girls. So, and then those would be all of my potential picks for winner. Okay, I know who I'm going to pick. All right, who are you going to pick? Oh, well, you say who you're going to pick first. Well, could I keep Sarah? No, she's off the table. She's off the. Neither of us are getting her. I'm now? not going to give you a winner. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then, well, do you have anybody else that you feel strongly about? I. You want Sarah? Yes. You want her really bad? Well, just like in that, she's <laughs> as a survivor uh, winner. Just, I was testing you. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I guess it depends what it says on her on her side. Uh huh. Yes, I need to. I need to know too. Yes. All right. What do you got? Okay. You're fickle. Pick somebody else. I'm going to go with the ab man. Garrett. Garrett. I'm going to go with Garrett. Okay. There you go. Uh, Garrett. Okay. So Because we'll, he's a polka player. He's a polka player. Uh, so you, you, you didn't want to go with LJ. <sighs> I like LJ. I really like LJ. Yeah. He's actually pretty dreamy. But I don't think it's going to work for him. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, he's got. He's in a tough spot. He's, he's my gonna, second. He's, he's going to be down in the numbers, I think. Yeah. And then he is going to have a um, hard time at, at the merge. Yes. He's not going to be able to just hide like you know Denise and, and Malcolm did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Keith Dix wants to know who is Baby Dominic's pick to win Survivor Kagayan. Um. Dominic is a boob man, so he's going to go with Morgan. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. All right. Is that, is that a good pick for him? That's a great pick. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's go ahead. Let's start to wrap uh, this all up. Thank you guys uh, so much. Uh, I mean, this is, it's after midnight on the 
on the East Coast. On the East now. Coast. Uh, over 400 people wow. are watching live wow. still. Wow, you guys are great. To get to the end of the show. So thank you guys uh, so much. This is really a, a lot of fun. Uh, and especially on a Saturday night, too. I know other pe- people have, are busy and have plans. So we thanks. got nothing. Yeah, we got nothing. But We, we have a baby. <laughs> we have a baby and a babysitter. Yeah. yeah so thank you guys uh, so much uh, for those of you guys who are uh, stuck around for this. And for those of you guys who have been supporting this nonsense, thank you guys uh, so much. This is actually our... How many cast previews have we done now? So from we did this is cast me. preview number seven or eight for us. We did Nicaragua. Uh, what was what was Redemption Island? Uh-huh. Uh S- South Pacific, One World, Philippines, Caramoan, Blood versus Water, and uh, Cagayan. This was cast preview number eight. Wowzer! Getting ready to podcast about our ninth season together. Wow! Uh, this is actually. I think next week is our Rapid happy anniversary of this is going to be four years uh, that we, we are doing the podcast now. Wow. So it's been a great four years. It's been a, it's been a great four years. Thanks to everybody who is uh, supporting this, uh, all, of, all of our patrons. Yes. If you want to be a patron of Rob as the podcast and uh, help help support the podcast with uh, you know small contributions for all the shows that we do, you can find out how to do that on the bottom of every post. There's a little orange button that says uh, become a patron, and we always appreciate uh, when you guys do that. And there's also some cool incentives uh, that we provide also for, if you want to get on board for helping us with another season of Survivor Podcasting. I can't believe it. Yep. We started off as an engaged couple podcasting, yeah. and now we're an old married couple with a baby. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty that's awesome. Right. All right. So, um, Walking Dead Live, tomorrow night, 10.15 p.m. Eastern, 7.15 p.m. Pacific with Josh Wiggler on postshowrecaps.com. Those shows are not going to be in the Rob Has a Podcast feed anymore. So uh, we will go ahead and bring those to you on post-show recap. So thanks so much to Jessica Frey, who did a great job of uh, putting all of the comments Thank up you, on Jay the screen. Thank you, Jay Frey. And thanks to everybody. Boy, this was a, a lot of fun tonight. Nicole, thank you so much. I know you had a lot on your plate today with watching a, watching the baby and, and a lot of multitasking. Multitasking today. as yes. well. But great great job to you as well. And we will be live with our Survivor, Miss Survivor, and Mr. Survivor finalist interviews. And don't miss in February 26th, Survivor Know It All is live after the two hour premiere of Survivor Cagayan. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye guys. And yeah, give us a give us a thumbs up too and subscribe to this channel if you're still watching. All right, take care everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.